from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto. Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carter. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Thank you, Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Have we done the horse riddle? The horse riddle? Yeah, somebody sent this to me. Maury, come on in here. My love. Haven't heard from Maury yet this morning. You having a bad morning? What's going on with you? Just very busy. Oh. Did we do the horse riddle, Maury? The horse riddle. Yeah, here's a pen. You're going to need it. You got a piece of paper? So somebody sent this to us, and they okay. were like, hey, uh, here's a riddle for Maury. Okay. This came uh, to us from uh, Kanoth Harry, I believe his name is on Twitter. Do I need to write that down? No. <laughs> That's not but, part but, of the middle. But good. Riddle. Good, good. Okay, so the horse riddle goes like this, More, A man buys a horse for $60. He sells the horse for $70. He then buys the horse back for $80, and he sells the horse again for $90. In the end, did he make money, lose money, or break even? Okay, so I finished drawing the horse. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I need that visual. <laughs> okay, so start again. Okay, so... A man buys a horse for $60. Yes. He sells the horse for $70. Yes. He then buys the horse back for $80. He then sells that horse for $90. In the end, oh did he make money, lose money, or break even? So this is 10 here. So he bought the horse $10, for $60. $60. Yeah. He sold it for $70. Correct Mundo. Then he then, bought it back for $80. Oh, then he bought it back. Yeah, for okay, start from the very beginning again. Okay. There's a trick word in there somewhere. A man it, buys a horse. Horse is a trick word, Maury. For sixty dollars. A man buys a horse. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. He sells that horse for seventy dollars. You said that horse. Okay. Yeah. Then he buys the horse back again for eighty dollars. Yeah. Then he sells it again for ninety dollars. Okay. Same horse all the way through, more. Okay. He broke even. In the end, did he make money, lose money, or did he break even? He broke even because there's a $10 difference between 60 to 70. Right. Another $10, which, so he lost $10 there, but he got that $10. No, hold on. He bought it back for, so it's another, so then he lost 10 there for that he, so it's $20, 80 to 90. So, sorry, he lost $10. Incorrect. Do you want to see my picture of a horse? <laughs> okay, try again, Mark. Explain the logic here. Talk me through this. So he's he, so a man buys a horse for sixty dollars. Yes. Yes. Okay. So hold on. So hold on. Hold yeah. on. There's the trick right there. Okay. He spent sixty. Correct. So that sixty he had, he no longer has the sixty. Right. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. So then he <laughs> he sells it for seventy, uh-huh. which means he is out fifty. So then he buys it back for 80. Yeah. So now he's 50. So he's 70. So he's 50 over here. Okay. He buys it back for 80. So now that's just getting farther and farther apart of the desk where he's putting all his piles of fake money. That's (laughs) back to 60. That's back to 60. And then he sells it for 90. So the question is 60, 70, 70, 80, 80 to 90. That's $30 difference. Right. Which means the $30. So he is out 30 bucks. Incorrect. 
Which no, sorry, the answer would be he lost money. No, incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> I got it, Maury. I got it. Okay, you didn't, have, you you didn't have to be that that specific. Where's the horse? <laughs> right there. That's not a horse. Is That's it? a horse. And it doesn't even look like that. Doesn't even look like the part of an inside of a horse. <laughs> that, look, there's the tail, and there's the. That two looks legs. like a stick figure of like okay. a yeah. like a velociraptor. Okay. Or something. Do you do you want to know the answer more? So sixty dollars. Yes. is what he spent. <laughs> right. Then so he sold a horse for seventy. Sixty to right. seventy. That's ten dollars. So now right. he's down to fifty. Buys it back for eighty. Right. Seventy is another ten. So he's about that. Okay. Yeah. So he is out thirty. Okay. What if I told you that in the end he actually made money? Then I would say that it depends on, I guess, the exchange. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no exchange. It's just straight up dollars for dollars. What if I told you that in the end he made twenty dollars? I would say that you did the math wrong. Okay. Do you want me to explain it to you? Yes. Okay. So he spends sixty, so that's minus sixty. Right. That's right. I got that. Okay. So that's minus sixty. Then he sells that horse for seventy, which goes to fifty. Right. No, no. That becomes plus ten. So he's now $10 richer than what he was at the beginning. Not true. Because if I have $60 and I give you the 60 yes. and I sell it for 70 I'm only plus 10 Is that what you said? Yeah. He okay. just said plus okay. 10 I literally just said the words, now he's plus 10 And then and you followed by saying no. He called me a liar. <laughs> okay, so then... He sells the horse, or so then he buys the horse back again for eighty. Now he had seventy. So now he's at zero. No, now he is uh, at minus seventy. Okay, so he made ten dollars. Yeah. Then he sells the horse for eighty. No, he right? bought the horse back for eighty. Okay. So he buys a horse for sixty. Yes. Sells it for seventy. Sells it for seventy plus ten. Then he buys it back for eighty. Yes, right. Which would, in my mind, so makes minus him seventy. Even. So he's minus seventy dollars. How is that minus seventy dollars? Because he made ten off the first one. Yeah. He started with sixty. Mm-hmm. Right, made ten. Oh, and now he has to give back eighty. Then, so he's minus seventy. Now yes, he's minus right. seventy. Yeah. Then he was so now he's at minus seventy. Then he sells the horse for ninety, which brings it to twenty. Right. Yes. Plus twenty. Plus twenty. So he made yeah twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Does it all make sense now? Now it does. There's my horse. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. Who's this? Uh, Rebecca. What's up, Rebecca? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Um, so I have a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm an arm wrestler. So oh. I was I have been dying to witness and hear another epic Roz versus Maury arm wrestle. Wow. I have a lot of questions before we give our answer. Well, first of all, the answer obviously is yes. Uh, Rebecca, how long have you been arm wrestling for? Um, for about maybe like two, three years. Two, three years. How old are you? I'm 26. And how did you get into arm wrestling? Um, my girlfriend's husband, now husband, uh, arm wrestles. So she would ask me to come with her to his matches and like his super matches in the tournament. So when I would go, I would practice with her and I'd practice her husband and he'd be like you're actually really strong he's like maybe you should try and compete so i i pay the money and i fill out the form weigh in whatever and then i would compete and do you continuously compete around the country uh around ontario yeah Yeah. oh okay so you go around ontario so what's the arm wrestling life like um it hurts yeah (laughs) one arm one arm is definitely more dominant than the other that's for sure Yeah. yeah which arm do you wrestle with right 
Do you work out a lot? Um, sort of. I've been on a hiatus. I got injured with a uh, soccer, but I'm slowly getting back into it. Now, do you have to work out like your one arm way more than your other arm? It's funny. I would ask her husband this, and he'd be like, no, you just work out your both arms at the same, because eventually the left arm's going to strengthen up just like your right, and then your right's going to just gain more muscle mass at the same time as well. I remember when Sylvester Stallone starred in the greatest arm wrestling movie of all time called Over the Top, and he was a truck driver in that movie, and he had a pulley system rigged up in his truck that he could just do, like, one-arm presses all day long while he was driving big rig. Yeah. Like, he just worked out that one arm. You don't do that? Um... Not really. No, like, <laughs> she doesn't sound impressed. No, <laughs> like you don't ha- like you don't have like a you don't have like a, a pulley system rigged up in your Kia Soul or whatever it is you drive. Like you're not you're not doing that. No, no, I don't. I okay. just I kind of just yeah. Whenever he has an arm wrestling competition, they're like come, and I'm like okay, and then I. I compete at the same time, so. Uh, so yeah. you, so you wanted what? You wanted to witness uh, me and Maury arm wrestling? Like you wanted to come in, or you just want us to do it now? Either one is fine with you guys. I don't mind. We can do it right now. I come in one day. Like I don't actually. Don't okay. You okay. know what? I, you so know, unfortunate that we don't have any audio of my previous victories. Of what? Uh, I mean, what? you know, our last championships. Oh, oh stop it. <laughs> uh, never, ever, ever won, damn boy. I have always said the three greatest things, the three greatest things in life are uh, nothing but a good time by poison, having my butt cheeks tickled with a feather, and beating Dammit Maury in an arm wrestle. Wow. So without further without further ado, Dammit Maury, are you are ready? doing this right now? Yeah, we're doing it right now. Maury, uh, <laughs> Maury legit just wiped the grease off of his hands. Yeah, okay, so Mocha, if you could cue up my song for my victory. Yep. I don't even need my microphone here. Okay, Rebecca? Are you yes. re- Are you Maury, you gotta go over there, bro. Okay. You can't. Maury just tried to stand beside me. <laughs> you are like, we're, like, before, we're, right? like we're walking down the street holding hands. <laughs> that's, that's illegal. That's illegal. That's you can't do that in arm wrestling. Yeah, arm no, wrestling doesn't work that it, way, Maury. It doesn't work that way. Nothing in life works that okay, way. Okay, so Maury's uh, okay. elbow is on the desk. Ross's okay. elbow is on the desk. All right, All right fellas. Malcolm, you got my song queued up? Here I got go. your song queued up. All right. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Hold on. Okay. I get, uh, okay, hold yeah. on. You're holding the table, Maury. I'm not going to hold anything. Okay, Roz is not <laughs> holding the table. Right. Maury is holding the table right. with his left arm. Yeah. Uh, and they both got their, their right hands clasped together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fellas, are you ready? Yeah. In one, two, three, go. Oh. 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 <laughs> Ouch. Oh. That one looked like it really hurt. How was that one? Oh, that still stings. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Rebecca, thank you so much for calling in. You guys have a good one, okay? You too. Take care. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix? Roz and Mocha got you. Hello, hello. This is uh, Jennifer, right? Yeah, yeah, Jennifer. Jennifer, how old are you? I'm 20. So, uh, Jennifer, you wrote us, FML, Fix My Life. I need to break up with my boyfriend, but I don't know how. I've never dumped someone before. I've wanted to end it since last December, but chickened out. Wow, Jennifer. Um, how, how old are you, Jennifer? 20. 20. And, and how long have you been with this guy? Uh, like a year and a half. <laughs> okay. Do you love wow. him? Obviously not, right? Or do you? Do, maybe you do love him. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I do. I do love him. I think it's just because we, I don't I don't really see a future. That's why I want to end it, but I can't because I love him. So, so. Why, why do you want to break up? Aside from the fact that you don't see a future, which is a huge reason, but why are there other reasons why you want to you end this? I don't trust him. Okay. Really? Has he done anything yeah. uh, in the past during your relationship to make you not trust him? 
no, no. Oh, so why do you not trust him? What brought on those feelings? I'm just um, kind of paranoid, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Had you been like cheated on, or has somebody deceived you in the past, like past relationships? Uh, no. Oh. But yeah, it's, yeah, my parents. Okay. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because your parents. Okay. We, I think yeah. we need to be clear right now. So you are not the type of person that calls in and says, I don't know whether I should break up or not. You have already made up your mind. You just don't know how to do it. So we need to get talking about how to dump somebody, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, <laughs> Wait, cool. so wait, in your text, you said that um, you wanted to end the relationship since last December, right? Yeah. How so- long before last December had you had these feelings? About wanting to break up with the guy. Uh, oh, like uh, I like a couple of weeks, a month. I say I would say. Okay, yeah. so we're pretty much a year that you've <laughs> made the decision to break up with this guy, and you still haven't done it yet. Yeah. Do you still hang out together? Yeah, yeah. Still see each other. Yeah, still boyfriend girlfriend. You're still boyfriend girlfriend, and he yeah. thinks that everything's okay. Yeah. Well, he lives an hour away, so yeah. Um, I see him like once every once a week, once every two weeks, so it's still quite often. To help to help get you in the mind frame of being able to dump somebody. First of all, being able to dump somebody often is just as hard as being dumped. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of emotion involved. It's a real tough thing to do. Uh, one thing that you need to concentrate on before you can get into the headspace and build up the sort of courage and realize the necessity to end a relationship is you have to not obsess and think so much about the relationship that you're going to end and you need to start solidly thinking consistently about the future that you're going to build okay right once you get to that point of where you understand and you have a path and you are sort of setting goals that you plan on crushing you will start to be excited about your future okay and it makes breaking up with somebody much easier because it sort of gets away with well what do i do now i know i don't want to be in this relationship but what do i do when it's over you got to come up with your plan for when it's over okay so that's step one and then the other thing that you think you need to do in order to break up with somebody is you need to be firm but you need to be kind right okay you need to be empathetic it's a crushing thing for somebody to tell them that you don't don't want to be with them anymore i think you need to lay out your reasons you cannot lie under any circumstances you need to tell the truth yeah and you have to consider his feelings as well yeah yeah and i think you just have to be straightforward like i don't know have you been dumped mocha have look at you you stud you've never been, been dumped. dumped i've been dumped. oh actually before. no yeah i have yeah. been dumped it was the worst yeah i've been dumped before but i actually appreciated the way that people have dumped me in the past and i've tried to dump people in kind ways where you ju- you literally lay it out you can sit somebody down and say this is not an easy thing for me to say yeah and it's not an easy thing for you to hear but here's my reality right now and you can just be honest at that point and, and it's I gonna would be harsh suggest to you jennifer this is a conversation as we've all always said that needs to happen face to face don't do it through text email not even facetime you guys have to sit in front of each other and you need to have that conversation can i say one thing yeah more mocha's completely right doing it face to face oh yes the time i was dumped though i would love to have had a do-over and not had it done at a coffee shop 
We did it at a coffee shop, and that's the worst because it, I got emotional. And no, the problem I'll, is people all around you know exactly what's going on. I will say this. Um, for somebody like Jennifer, maybe not for somebody like you in that situation, I would say picking a location is very key. Working out the logistics of where the dumping is going to happen is actually quite important. Because if it's somebody that you trust, then do it with the, just, just the two of you. Yeah. If it's somebody that maybe there's one tiny little part of you that does not trust them, you have to do it in a public place. And it sucks to do it in it's a public place. It's embarrassing. Yeah. It's embarrassing. But at that point, if you don't quite know how they're going to react and maybe it becomes a safety issue at that point, don't lock yourself in a room with them. Okay. Right. So, and I'm not saying that that's your situation. I'm just saying in general. And the one question you're going to get asked because every person who's ever been dumped gets asked this question is why. So you have to be able to form and articulate your thinking and explanation and rationale behind this immediately without saying, well, and I don't know. And it's been some time. You need to lay out your reasons perfectly. Right. Okay. Now, I'm going to throw something else out there to you, Jennifer. Yeah. Are you prepared or maybe you need to be prepared for for the answer of if he asks, is there anything I can do right now to fix this or can we try again? Right. Yeah, I'd have to like stand firm. <laughs> yeah. As Ross said, you have to stand firm. Yeah. And it's and, yeah. and you have to articulate at that point because Mocha brings up a really good point. You know, you have to lay it out to the point of where they have no way back in. That's how a clean break works. Okay. Yeah. And don't do what so many couples do right after they break up. Oh, break up sex? Which is hop into bed. That's not going to help things. No more. Right. You can't do that maybe one last time. But people say that's the best. No, it's not. It's a mistake. Uh, so I we hope that helped. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Plan plan, plan your future. Okay. And you don't have to do your far future. You just just the next little while and get real excited about that. Get real excited about where you're heading without this relationship. Yeah. And then once it's done, you hit the clubs. Get that bottle service no, no. a while out, girl. No. no. no Tinder. <laughs> weekend is just around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just wanted to say real quick that um, yeah. I've been listening to you guys for like six years, and I'm 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 from Gatineau. I live near like it's near Ottawa. Yeah. And um, six years ago, when I, like when I was in high school, my best friend and I would listen to you guys during math. Oh wow! Nice. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. And where do yeah. you live now? You're still in Quebec? Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, Jennifer, thank you so much. And uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for calling in. And thanks for uh, letting us do our best to try and fix your life. Yeah, thank you so much for the great advice. Ah, uh, you no got No worries. All right, bottle service, girl. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and Mocha's Fix My Life, only on KISS. Hi, it's Ron Zamoka. Who's this? Hi, this is Gosha. Good morning. Good morning, Gosha. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Good. I believe uh, we've talked to you before, right? Yes. I called on my birthday, and oh. now I'm calling because it's my best friend's birthday. Uh-huh. So we've been friends since we were seven. Yeah. And I love the girl so much. Um, Gosha, do you speak to your friend on that terrible phone of yours all the time? Yes. Talking my to your, phone no, talk into your phone. You're not talking into your phone. Sounds so muffled. Talk into your phone. <laughs> Is this better? Oh, yeah, way better. What'd you do? Okay. Oh, I took myself off speaker. Yeah, just oh. don't call us on speakerphone. Um, Gocha, <laughs> what is your friend's name? My friend's name is Evelina. Uh -huh. Is she there with you? Name? No, she's not. She's probably driving into work or dropping off her kids at daycare. All right, well, you just want us to say happy birthday to her. Yes, and I would love to um, play a song called, you know, Saturday Night. Like, back in the day, in the 80s, like, Saturday Night. Da -da 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 -da. Yeah. 
<laughs> what song is that? What's that song called? Saturday night. Saturday night by Wigfield. Here, okay, here's one of those things. Remember when you said back in the '80s? Yeah. Yeah, no, honey, 1995. Okay. Which goes back to what I always say all the time. Okay, the '90s were far more terrible than the 80s when when history <laughs> when history looks back on the decade because in the 90s everybody goofed on the 80s right yeah. and so when That's we right. think in our heads now of like that real terrible cheesy thing that we used to love we attribute it to the 80s but there was so much more of that in the 90s <laughs> Legend, right. Legends came out of the 80s. Wigfield came out of the 90s. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. I love you guys so much. Love and I was wondering maybe if you guys can play five and seven with Maury. You're really asking a lot today. Oh, do you want to play Wigfield? Do you want to play five and seven? <laughs> uh, but you guys are the best, and I know you guys will do that for me. You don't have to play it today if you guys don't feel like it. Well, maybe tomorrow. Well, no. We seem like jerks if we... Get a request for five and seven, then we don't play it today. Yeah. Thank you guys. Love you guys. Don't ever change. We never will. Bye. All right. So, I don't know. Play a song, yeah. come back and play five and seven. Saturday night, da, I feel da, da, the da, air da, is getting da, hot da. like you, baby. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Okay, and by request, gentlemen, shall we play five and seven? This is five and seven. All right, damn it, Maury. Please rejoin the show. A Razamoka original game. Okay. <laughs> Very simple. We will ask Maury to name five things. He has seven seconds to name those five things. Mocha will be our official judge and timekeeper. Damn it, Maury, are you ready? Name five things that bounce. Um, okay, ball, boob, um, <laughs> bounce. The checks. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yo, you said yeah. checks. Like you can. Yeah, you can bounce a ball. You can bounce a check. Uh, <laughs> moves, I guess. Uh, you can. Uh, you can bounce an idea off someone. I, um, yes, I tried. You can also. You can bounce light. I off what? If you knew that. Off. You can bounce light Whoa, off anything. Science. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Although when you said bounce checks, it was like, that's not the first time yeah. you've had to say that. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> Check. Poor. Uh, Maury, are you ready? Yes. Name five foods that start with a D. Okay. Um, interesting. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow, not one. Uh, okay. Hold on, let me think about one. Yeah, go ahead. Foods that start with a D. Yes. What about donut? Yeah. Yeah, what about... Okay. You just finished eating a donut in here, too. Uh, would have given you dates. I even would have given you dill pickles, duck, a Danish... Oh my gosh, if, I was trying to think of If we're going meals. that far down the list, a devil's food cake I would have given Deviled you. Deviled eggs. Yes, there you go. Okay. okay. Wow. wow, that was tough. Not Dude, one, huh? Like, again, less than two minutes ago, you were sitting in your other room <laughs> eating a donut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Maury, name five sports performed on ice. Hockey. Um, figure skating. No. Um... Oh, a loser. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would have given you hockey, curling, bobsleigh. I would have given you half pipe. I would have given you speed skating. Is, uh, is right sport. up there. Speed skating? Yeah, you said right. figure skating. <laughs> but that takes talent. Okay. Uh, damn it, Maury. Yeah. 
Name the five odd numbers that follow 84. 84. Um, 83. The other way? <laughs> okay, you seem you seem confused. So I'll give you a do-over on this one. I think I was going the wrong way. <sighs> Damn it, Maury. You always are. Wow. I don't know if there's a simpler way to say this. I'm looking at the question. I'm like, no, there's not. So I'm just going to re-ask it the same and hope for the best. Maury, name yeah. the five odd numbers that follow 84. 85, 86, uh, loser. <laughs> Do you know what an odd number is? Yeah, like not even. Okay, so go give us some odd numbers. Give us some odd numbers right now. Okay, starting odd. with the lowest and just keep going. Okay, one, three, five, like 11. <laughs> <laughs> So you there think odd numbers there, to the between stuff? five and eleven, there are like two more. <laughs> I was just like throwing them out there. Okay, so do you want to try again? Of which would that question or your yeah, question? Maury, no. Maury, okay. name the five odd numbers okay. that follow eighty-four. Okay, eighty-five, eighty-seven, eighty-eight, <laughs> eighty-nine, bro, <laughs> loser, ninety. Okay, eighty-eight is not an odd number. Eighty-eight's an even number. Four and four is eight. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Do we have time for one more? One more. Okay, Maury. Mm-hmm. Aside from fish, name five things that live in the water. Um, okay, um, algae. Um, aside from fish that live in the water. Wow. All right. I uh, would have given you octopus. But that's a fish. No, I uh, would have given it's you an, an octopus. I would have given you an alligator. Uh, seals. Would have given you otters. Penguins. and that's how you play five and seven the Roz and mocha show podcast travel to portugal with air transat you know who never shuts up about portugal yeah uh damn it maury that's true and the most i know about portugal is actually from damn it maury and i'm glad that he hasn't stopped talking about that one time that he went because he just had such a good time yeah and i'll tell you i have heard it from other people where maury came back from portugal and it was a life-changing experience for him like he was almost going through like a withdrawal syndrome when he got back from portugal because he immediately got there was a place he had never been before and immediately felt like home and Portugal has that effect on people. Even if you have no Portuguese in your family, it is just the way it is. It's the people, it's the beautifulness of the country, and of course, it's the uh, culture itself. Um, what about the super warm weather yeah. that they get? And now that we're you know dipping into colder temperatures and winter is quickly approaching, uh, think about the beautiful beach. Think about that nice hot weather. Mm. Uh, Air Transat flies to Lisbon in the winter months three times a week and weekly, weekly to Faro and Porto. I think I said that right. I said that right. Right, Maury? Porto. Uh, it's where oh, the wine's Porto. from, port wine. But you're also forgetting the men. Like, let's talk about the Portuguese <laughs> men for a minute. And the men's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in Lisbon, you can navigate your way through the city by foot, by tram, or by subway. Yeah. Uh, they got the beautiful scenery. They got the bars. They got all the food, architecture, mm. uh, numerous heritage sites. There is so much to do, whether you're traveling alone, traveling with friends, yeah. traveling with family. Go and get your life changed. Hit up Portugal, man. Uh, go to airtransat.com for all the info. What? All right. You want to take a phone call? No, no? actually. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jerk. Hi, Razamoga. What's going on? Hi. Hi. What's your name? My name's Chloe. 
Chloe, what's going oh. on? Uh, right now, I'm on my way to sick kids from my eye, but you're my favorite radio station, so I wanted to call in. Hold on a second, Chloe. What's the matter with your eye? Um, well, I have bankeracy, I have cataracts, and uveitis. Ay, yeah, yeah. In just one eye or both your eyes? Just one eye and my one. right eye. What happened? How did that happen? We don't know yet. No, huh? So oh. what is? Can you describe what that is? Like what it what it what it does? Does it uh, like mess with um, your, your your seeing stuff? Yeah, it messes up my vision. No. How old are you, Chloe? Of my vision. I'm 11. You're, Soon oh, to okay. be 12 on January 4th. Okay. Oh, okay. And do you have to travel to sick kids a lot? Um. Not really a lot. So what are you? What are they? What are they saying to you? Are they going to try and are they going to try and fix this up or? Yeah. Geez, did, is this something that you've always had, or is this some, just something that was a new thing for you? Um, something like it only came last summer. Yeah. Oh, last summer. Does it hurt? No, it doesn't. No. Okay. Let me tell you something. You are on your way to sick kids because you got a messed up eye, and you still sound like the happiest kid in the world. And that is the the magic of kids, man. You are not the only kid making the, making the trek into sick kids this morning, and all of you are just awesome. Just awesome. Yeah. Wait, so does that mean you get to miss school today? Yep. What? You must be happy about that. You have to do something special. Now, normally after sort of like doctor's appointments, uh, parents like to do the, the, the sort of reward... Uh, adventure with a kid after whether it's going to get something to eat that's cool whether it's going to do something that's cool what is the sort of after doctor plan that you guys have today um jackson's burger place and then ardennes the store which store ardennes ardennes. oh ardine oh okay so you're gonna get some burgers and then you're gonna hit the mall yeah, that see, sounds like the perfect see, day to me, girl. That is, and that's what <laughs> that's what you get, and that's what you've earned, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, uh, Chloe, thank you so much for calling in today. You're welcome. Thank you for listening. All the best at Sick Kids, and uh, shout out to everyone uh, at Sick Kids today. Well, every day. And Chloe, feel free to call us anytime, okay? Will do. All right. All right. Take care, honey. You're welcome. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Just listen to that news story, but uh, the old guy, the seventy-eight-year-old who punched a bear in the in the face to what? save his own life. Did you see this? No. Yeah. <laughs> a seventy-eight-year-old always... fought a bear. <laughs> yeah. So seventy-eight from North Carolina, and really sounds like it when we get to the clip. Um, says that he got attacked by a bear in his front yard, but survived by punching it in the nose. Because you always hear these stories of what if you are in one of those incredibly rare situations where, because you always heard those stories growing up, that if a shark comes at you, you just got to bop it in the snout, and then the shark will get the hint, and then they don't bother you anymore, which to me just doesn't seem right. If a shark, what I was always told, if a shark's coming after you or a bear, you stand still. You stand still? Yes, you just stand still. I always thought when it, came to bear attacks yeah you were supposed to do one of two things either drop to the ground and curl into a ball to protect yourself yeah or if you're brave enough in order to fend that bear off is you're supposed to scream really really loud and aggressive so then that way the bear would kind of like back down and be right. like oh snap which we need to really sort that out because those are two completely different pieces of advice right those are completely two opposites I think one when of them might have come from a cartoon. Yeah, so no, I'm pretty wrong. sure it stands still so it thinks you're a tree. No, I don't think that's no, what it is. I don't know if you're supposed to stand still if you're standing in front and of what, a bear. And put your arms up in the air like a no, tree? like a stump. Like just stand with your arms to your side 
and don't move. Listen, Maury, maybe in your world, people would have confused you for a stump, but not in my world. I'm a big, beautiful tree. <laughs> um, but I don't know, because there's a lot of those things, right? Like, well, stop, drop, and roll is for a fire. But that's true, though. That one, that one's true. I believe that. And for a shark, stand still. No. How do you stand still if you're being attacked by a shark? Where are you getting attacked by a shark? I guess if you're like in a shallow area, just sort of, I guess, buoy up and down. In a shallow? Why don't you just get out of the water? Because the shark will chase you. No. (laughs) So I don't know. So anyway, so listen to this guy. And he talks about how he fought off a bear. And I just had to look around, and there's three bears right there beside me. She made a charge and dead run at me. That sucker was eyeball to eyeball to me. I hit her right dead on the point of the nose, the first shot. And when I did, she went down and started trying to bite me right here. So I'm just continuing, pounding, pounding, and pounding. And she continued trying to bite me. And like I said, she got a hold of me and shook me a little bit. And then she let go, and then she took a swat at me. I seen her stand up and rear her paw back, and all I seen was a mouthful of teeth. And I just knew he was going to be gone. We have a lot to be thankful for because we were both very, very lucky. I could have been dead. I could have been really cut up bad. Yeah, but he punched the bear in the face. Ground and pound, right? He said eye to eye. Like, this woman must be tall if you're eye to eye. Or was she on a stepladder? Well, yeah, no, but some bears, let's say some bears are, maybe you're looking at a bear on its hind legs, like six feet, maybe, sometimes, bears, And how bears? she kept her calm when the thing is like, <sighs> Yeah, no, 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 I know. I don't know what I would do, and I, I, I don't know those rules, which, and I kind of feel inadequate that I don't know those rules. Like, I don't know the definitive, the, the, as the a definitive parent, shouldn't way. you, though? You feel, I think that I should, just yeah, as a living human being. Would you ever be in a position where you have to fend off a bear? There's bears in like you the go city. camp like you know like what if you're you're out what if I'm at the cottage what if I'm that's camping? why I don't go what, camping is that why you don't go camping yeah. really yeah bears. also because you're afraid of water and sorry gets- sorry not you're you're not afraid of water that's my bad you just can't swim <laughs> <laughs> wow bears <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, it's Ross Mocha. What's going on? Hey, I'm just listening to you guys talk about the bear confrontation and what you're supposed to do if you encounter a bear. Yeah. So there's two different uh, things depending on the type of bear that you encounter. Okay. If you encounter a black bear, then you are, in a lot of cases, able to scare it off, depending on if it's a mother, you know, protecting her cubs and stuff like that. But a lot of those uh, black bears will actually leave you alone. Or you can scare them off. If you get as big as you can, wave your arms, pick up a stick if you've got it, open your jacket to look big and scream and yell at it. Um, So you can do that. However, if it's a grizzly bear, they are extremely big and extremely aggressive, and they're also the dominant species in that area. And if you try to be big around those, they will take that as a threat, and they will be more aggressive towards you. So for those particular bears, you are supposed to drop to the ground curl up in a ball, cover your neck and your vitals, and no matter how much he's pounding or chewing on you, you don't move, you don't scream until he's gone, and even then, wait five minutes before you assess the situation. Cause sometimes five minutes? Yeah. Uh, okay, so black bear, big and loud. Uh, yep. Grizzly bear, just lie down and take it. Lie down and take it and wait wow. until he, hope you don't die, exactly. Wait until he walks away and wait a couple of minutes um, like up to five minutes because sometimes they'll just go a couple hundred feet away and see if you move. Oh my God. So after you've left, after you've, you've, uh, waited a few minutes, 
and you're fairly certain that he's left, yeah. then you can start moving away, always watching behind you, because they will come at you from behind what, if possible. What about a koala bear? Koala bear, you need to hug him as okay. much as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, did you know, I, uh, I used to work with somebody who was Australian, and you know yeah. that uh, koalas, they're not bears? Like they're no. just called koalas. It's not a koala bear. I grew up thinking it was a koala bear. Like I had like a like when you have like a little stuffy, kids always call it a koala bear. It's that they're actually not. It's just a koala. Yeah. It's not a koala bear. Did you yeah. know that? Yeah. I thought it was a koala bear. No, it's not. It's just a koala. But they look like little bears. Yeah, they do look like little bears. I think that's where it comes from. Pandas are bears and though, right? A, a good yes, pandas yeah. are bears. A good rule of thumb though, no matter which bear you encounter, is if you encounter a bear, reach down and pick up a piece of poop and throw it at him. Because I guarantee you, if you see a bear, there will be a piece of poop right beside you. So I got to pick up poo and throw it at the bear? Yeah, because you're going to crap your pants. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) So you mean my poop? Your poop. Pick up your poop. Oh, okay. See, I'm thinking I'm learning survival skills here, but no. So black bear, come at me, bro. Grizzly bear. Lay there and get mauled. Yeah, and mauled. then as and then yep. as, don't forget, as you're lying there for bleeding, you have to wait five minutes before yeah. you scream. <laughs> you have to wait. That's the, yeah, that's absolutely. the worst part. That's hey, the what's worst your name? Part. Jason. Jason, thanks so much for the call, dude. No worries, man. Be good, guys. Hi, Tron Zamoka. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. How are you? Pretty well, thanks. I was uh, listening to that bear conversation you guys were having. Yeah. So here are the rules. All right, got ten people ready. Okay. If it's brown, you stay down. If it's black, you fight back. And if it's white, good night. Because you can't do anything if it's a polar bear. Wow. Well, I would never be in a situation where yeah. I would encounter <laughs> a polar bear. I promise hey, you that. A high, uh, you know, North Manitoba, they'll come down to town too. So wow. yeah, you never know. That's I, true. I have any plans on going to Manitoba? That's true. Okay, so yeah. if it's if it's the ice caps are melting too. So right. Okay, so if it's if it's brown, stay down. Stay down. If yep. it's black, so like fight back. Right. And if it's yep. white, everything's all right. No. Oh. Good night. Oh, oh, good night. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. Complete opposite. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. What's your name? My name's Allie from Toronto. Thank wow, you, brother. Dude. All right, too. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. How do you feel today, Roz? Yeah, I feel young. Good. Thanks for asking. You uh, look young. Emil Rattleband, who is 69, he's from the Leather- Netherlands, and he wants to now identify legally as 49. He wants to knock 20 years off his age because he says that he feels 49. Mm. And lost in all of his sort of rhetoric of he just doing this for uh, Tinder dates uh, is the idea that this may actually looking like a shot at identity politics and people who identify as something other than what they were given at birth. Amir- is on the Razamoga show. How's it going today, man? I'm great, man. You're supposed to say, I'm feeling 49. I feel like 25, actually. Oh, man, let's not go you too know, far I, here. I, I admire you because if you live like that and you're having your mind, you're 49, you know, everything is changing. Even the glooming on your hair, the gloom on your skin. It's incredible. <laughs> How it's is mind over matter, my friend. It's no, mind I, over matter. I know. How is this not um, you trolling the uh, identity politics of the Netherlands and everywhere else yeah. in the world with this? Yeah. It is. Oh, you know, uh, I was wondering. I was wondering. We have a free will nowadays. You know, you sure. can go on holiday where you like. You can marry what you like. You can change your name if you like. You can change your gender if you like. So my biological age is about forty, forty-two. So that's my doctor said. Right. And so I thought, okay, I want to have that legalized because it's my feeling. I want to have respect. I was just on the BBC uh, Victoria show, and there was like a transgender, and he said, no, it's completely different because it has nothing to do with feeling. It has to do with medical uh, evidence. I said, uh, this is also medical evidence. And, he, and she or he or it became angry with me. I said, listen, I respect you. So please respect me. Right. No, no, blah, 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 blah. You know, so that's about uh, respect. 
it's about beliefs. It has to be about beliefs. If you believe that you are the age you got from your parents, the date you born, or you say to yourself, okay, I want to be the age as I feel. And that's a completely different thing. So this was, uh, tell me, was this uh, in response to the Netherlands issuing their first gender neutral passport last month? Yeah, correct. Yeah. Correct. So, yeah. So uh, if that's possible, then this is possible also. So uh, I, I heard that in England, no, in Belgium, for example, your national security number has including your date of birth. Right. But uh, in, in Britain, uh, that's not because it's privacy matter. So you don't have to tell your race or you have to say your gender. You don't have to say your, how old you are. But that's not an honor. And this is the way things are. You know, people where, you know, you're supposed to identify people the way that they want to be identified. That's yeah. sort of the, the way that the world is yeah. working right now. And, and, and sure, yeah. why not? And sure, why not? I, you know, I don't necessarily have yeah. a problem with that. And, uh, yeah. and so you're sort of falling in line with that to the extreme. But it sounds to me like you're not really sub in support of identifying people the way that they want to be identified this morning. No, but sounds I'm like, a, this a sounds sort of like a precursor, you know? Right, it's, it's almost like I'm, a I'm protest a, I'm, to that. No, I'm a precursor, you know? So I always have events of everything. That's my professional self. With your case, uh, what are your chances? Like, Do you have a lawyer who's sort of given you the odds on something like this uh, actually yes. happening? Yes, yes. What, what, is your, what are yes. your lawyers saying the, to you? The lawyer says to me, uh, there's uh, 70% you lose, yeah. 30% you gain. I said, okay, so that's 50-50. It's yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Emil, uh, since starting this quest to change your age from 69 uh, to 49 because you feel 49, have you had other people approach you or want to join in your thousands, fight? Thousands, yeah? thousands, 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 especially women. And uh, it's very remarkable. The most people are from U.S., Canada, Brazil, and the UK. There are a lot of people who are have had, you know, they're full of uh, identity politics, but there's sort of realities that come with this. Like, I don't know what the situation is like in the Netherlands, but let's just say, for instance, that you are, you know, 66 and you want to be, you have your age changed to 46. Do you lose yeah. or do you forfeit any sort of like social security old age pension that yeah, you yeah, currently that's enjoy? That's a very good question. Very good question. Very good question. I told the judge also, listen, I, I, I get 1,500 uh, euros a month pension. That's almost 18,000 a year. So in 20 years, that's uh, 360,000 euros. So I saved the government 3,600 euros. Right. Uh, 360,000 euros. <laughs> in, the, in, the same, in the same 20 years, I pay, the, I pay for the pension for the next year, for the next right. time. So, okay, so and but I will be active again. I will have a new wife. I will have a new car. I will have a new house. I will have new children. I have to pay income tax again. Emil, thanks uh, so much. I guess good luck okay. with the fight. Um, Thank trying you. To, trying to change it's your age. It's not a fight. It's not a fight. <laughs> it's not. It's not a fight. It's a, no. It's not a fight. It's a. It's a play. You know, against government. You yes. know, against the, the society because it's changing your belief. Right. If you really think you can do, your, then it's possible. There is always a way. Yeah. And if the, the genders, they fought, the transgenders, they also fought about more than 19 years. So, okay, I'm ready for that, to fight also 19 years. I will go on till the, the European uh, court in uh, Strasbourg. Are you transphobic? People call you transphobic. No, I'm, no, no, I'm age gender. I'm an age gender. But the, the transgenders, they fought more than 19 years for a, for at the court to get legalized. No, no, they, they see what you're doing as almost mocking their achievements. Correct. Okay. And uh, I uh, model them, I model them, you know, because I went to the shrink right. and I said, I, this is my desire. And he said, okay, perhaps you have the Peter Pan syndrome. 
so he checked me and he said, no, you don't have the Peter Pan syndrome. And he said, because perhaps you are nuts. I said, of course I'm nuts, otherwise <laughs> I cannot do what I like. Wow. And so right. he examined me and he said, no, no, you're not next because you realize the consequences of what you're doing. Yeah. Okay, and that's why I went to court. All right, Emil, thanks very much for joining us on the Ronson Mogus Show today. See you next time. Bye-bye, bye-bye. Yeah, the Ronson Mogus Show podcast. Home is where the heart is, and that's, you have my heart, Ross. That's true. Thank you. That's such a funny thing, eh? When you start talking like that, why? Because once yep. you get once you get past that sort of kid age, where you know you you, you sort of get all these Valentine's Day sayings and whatnot, and I guess Instagram really brought all that back. People posting wonderful quotes and yeah. whatever that are attributed. They're all attributed to Keanu Reeves, apparently, according to Facebook. <laughs> Keanu Reeves has said everything brilliant that's ever been said. <laughs> that's where you get your motivation money. Have from. you noticed that? <laughs> everything, everything, everything is attributed to Keanu Reeves. He never said any of it, but it's all for some weird reason. Everybody likes to attribute brilliance to Keanu Reeves I came on, up with uh, the, the most brilliant motivation Monday, even though it's not Monday. Go but ahead. I, I can't wait till Monday. Go ahead. If you're ever feeling lonely, realize that you always have your heartbeat to keep you company. Oh, my my God, <laughs> man! I'm sure we can shorten it. Mocha? That's probably <laughs> the loneliest thing. Is, what if we shorten that's it? That's the saddest thing anybody's Lone- ever yeah. said. You're not lonely with a heartbeat. Boom. No, that's actually quite sad. Yeah, that means because that, that means the best you we have all going. Have a heartbeat, no, Maury, that means the best thing that you have going for you right now is that you're still alive. Yeah, and there's nothing worse than death. No, I know. But the only thing you have going for you is that the fact that you're alive. You have nothing else. Absolutely nothing. I can, life I guess you is can all you need. Too. Is it, though? Well, in a couple bucks. Right. <laughs> yeah. You want to try the quote again? A heartbeat in a couple bucks. That's all you need. <laughs> Hashtag no, motivation Monday. Happiness. It's yeah. what makes you feel not lonely. Put your hand on so, your chest. You're not alone. Re- but you are alone. It's your heart. I you're know, but still it, alone. No, but something's beating. Right? No, but you're still alone, though. No, but you're not alone because your heart's beating. Yeah, you know what? The, you know what that is? That's the sound of one single heart with no friends. When Ooh. you put your hand, I don't mean yours, but I mean that when. Well, but maybe you did. Yeah, I, I felt terrible about it's saying your, that. Your okay, your okay, I apologize. I know, but it's a fantastic quote. If you're lonely, right? If yeah, but if you're lonely, say it again. Do you want the long one or the short one? Uh, give me the long one. <laughs> okay. I'll always take the long one. <laughs> okay. If you're ever feeling lonely, yeah. you're not alone with your heartbeat. <laughs> if you're so ever st- lonely, you're not alone <laughs> okay. with your heartbeat. Okay, go again. One more time, please. If you're ever alone. No, no, no. Just say it normally. If you're ever alone, you're not alone with your heartbeat. <laughs> if you're ever alone, you're not alone. <laughs> so profound. You are like, okay. Now we well, need it shorter for sure. Okay, what's yeah, the you, sh- may, you may need to finesse that a bit. Yeah, what's the, okay, what's the short version the of short it? The short version is you're not alone with your heartbeat. You're not alone with your heartbeat. Hashtag loser. <laughs> Hashtag loser. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So, Stan Lee, huh? Yeah, no, I know. Man, when that news dropped yesterday afternoon, it was legit everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. I didn't feel bad though. I huh? mean, I felt bad because Stanley's just oh, awesome. Of course. But and it's that's funny. I'm reading the art I'm reading the article here where it you know, it gets to Stanley and you get to the end of it and they're like, you know, they don't know what he died of. I'm like, he died of ninety five. Yeah. He lived a so my wife and I had for the God's same sake. conversation yesterday where like our whole lives Stan Lee has been around, right? And he's done all these great things. 
Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, he's 95 years old. Like, what a life. Yeah, 95. That should be celebrated, right? Yeah. You like, can't. yeah, you're going to be sad that the guy's of course, gone. Of course. But also celebrate the fact that he died at 95 years yeah. old. And Stanley's one of those stories where you you don't hear enough of them, I think, because youth is so important and getting things done in life by a certain age and the goals that you set for yourself the number just keeps dropping and dropping and dropping yeah and stan lee was had a full career in comics and was just like a guy who drew and was real unhappy and then wanted to do his own thing and was you know fighting with his bosses and was going to walk away from all of it and he was like almost 50 at the time yeah and he was going to walk away from it all. And then his wife sat him down and was like, well, why don't you just do one comic? That's the one that you want to do. And the worst that's going to happen is they fire you. And if they fire you, you at least got to do the one thing you wanted to do. And that's when he did Fantastic Four. But in 1984, wasn't, uh, I guess Marvel was like in trouble in 1984. Oh my God. Everything was in trouble. Maury, let me, okay. I'll, I'll give you an example here. Okay. okay. So my brother, huge Spider-Man fan and Marvel fan. Yeah. Huge Spider-Man and Marvel fan. When did Mar- Stan, what, was Stan Lee always with Marvel? Like he started with Marvel and yeah. then he did his own thing? It was called something else at the oh, time. Okay, okay, like okay. it wasn't, it was, the, the company that he worked for wasn't called Marvel at okay. the time. And so I'll give you, I'll give you an example of, uh, of this more. Before the sort of resurgence of all the Marvel characters and everything else, even before Spider-Man, before Sam Raimi and Tobey Maguire reinvented Spider-Man, yeah. Spider-Man was just Spider-Man, and those movies were kind of a joke. Anytime anybody wanted to do a superhero movie, they were always a joke. Yeah, They weren't great. And my brother's a huge Spider-Man fan. And what I don't even know what we're going on now. 17 years ago, or 16, 17 years ago, for my brother's birthday when he turned 30, I bought him a copy. I went down to Silver Snail, the comic book store in Queen West when it still existed. Classic joint. And I bought my brother a copy of Spider-Man number two. Okay. The comic. Yeah. And at Number that, two. Number two. Stress that. Mint condition. Mint condition Spider-Man number two. They didn't have Spider-Man number one. Uh-huh. Uh, otherwise, I would have got that, and I would have had to wait about three months in order to get Spider-Man number one. Okay. But I got Spider-Man number two for my brother for $500. <gasps> wow, brother of the year. Right? And then the movies came out. Then Spider-Man was suddenly a thing again. Now all little kids wanted to be Spider-Man for Halloween. Yeah. And then Marvel happened, and then all the movies happened and everything else. And now that comic is worth, I don't even know what it's worth. Yeah. But it's worth a lot more than $500. And that wasn't that long ago. Wow. Like, it wasn't that long ago. 500 bucks even then. Even then. Before. Yeah. That's not that much money, though. The wave of movies. For comics, that's not that much money. That's not that much money. Yeah. Like, nerd collectors at that time were paying $500 for, you know, number two issues of of things. Yeah. Right? And now, everything is, now it's a, it's a, those movies make a billion dollars a year. Yeah. Like, that's what he created. So, the great thing about Stan Lee is he got to see the thing become bigger than anybody had ever imagined. Yeah. And that's the great thing about, I now, guess, being the 95. Thing. They've pre-filmed his cameos for the next couple no, of No, have they? Yeah, so oh, they already have oh, his. Man. 
I kind of wish they didn't. I like that they did, though. They have a bunch in the bank ready to go. Yeah. Really? Somebody had said that it would be great if, um, when Stan Lee dies, if there's a scene in the Avengers movie where everybody shows up at a funeral, but everybody shows up at a funeral for a different guy. So, like, somebody shows up for a funeral who the UPS guy was. Somebody shows up for the funeral oh, who man. the guy was the ticket taker in the subway was. Yeah. It's all the characters that he's played, but everybody just shows up for those individual characters' yeah. funeral, but it's all the same dude oh man that'd be nice yeah it'd be he, sweet he's in a he's in the record the new record ralph one as is well. he his yeah. voice yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great anyway. r.i.p stanley yeah hey the Roz and mocha show podcast i was taping et canada yesterday with uh cheryl and we were doing the story of <sighs> Stan Lee and we ran this incredible like tribute to him. Mm-hmm. And because those things are done ahead of time, right? Yeah. We have obits done ahead of time. Somebody's in charge of just writing obits for people that they may insider that they, tip for you that they may think yeah. are going to die. Soon. It was put together really well. It, I was, watched yeah, it was beautiful. It, was it really, really was beautiful. And you know, that's one of many obits that we have put together. I don't want to know any of the other ones that you have and or are you uh, going to relist. And we had asked, do you have obits for us? Oh, and we no. couldn't get a straight answer out of anybody. Oh no! Yeah. And then I had said, <gasps> if you do have an obit already ready to go for me, can I at least voice it and read it in first person? No, come on, right? man. You can't do that. <laughs> no! And just go through all the wonderful things that I've done. Right? Oh God, here we go. Because the, the outpouring yesterday for Stan Lee was incredible. Yeah. Right? It was really genuine, incredible. And Maury wrote me this in classic Maury. He actually wrote it to me twice, one at five and one at seven, the exact same text. Oh, God. Maury says this, the worst part about death, the worst part about death is not dying. The worst part about death is you don't get to see all these amazing tweets about you. Oh, God. <laughs> Do you think that would happen for you more? Well, yeah, I assume that, you know, once you guys talk about it and have... Uh, a morning, a moment of silence much, on the radio. You, how much do you think that we would talk about that more? I told you all the time, I would take a half day off if you died. And then I asked which half. Right. Um, no, I think that the the station would, you know, do some sort of moment of silence and pl- play like some tribute pieces and highlights. and. But you would feel bad but for I wouldn't dying. But I would hear it. That you wouldn't get to see all the people tweeting about you. Well, you would probably trend that day too, you know that? Oh, yeah. Finally. Yeah. But I won't be there to enjoy it. Right. And that's right. the worst part about death is you don't get to see all the stuff that people actually say about you. <laughs> but normally, like people would say those things to you when you're still alive. Yeah, it's not we like would just all of a sudden bringing it up again. You're going to die, and then people are suddenly going to start saying nice things about you. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> What's a tribute song you would want? Oh yeah, thank you for being a friend. Thank you for being a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Really. I think that's the best one. I don't. I can't think of a more fitting song for my death. Why? Thank you for being a friend. Yeah, because oh, it's from a show I love. It's saying the words "thank you" right for being now, a friend. Now, are you thanking everybody you knew for being a friend, or are we supposed to thank you for being a friend? No, you're thanking me. Oh. Because so, I'm the one that died, so I get all of the whether it's real or not sympathy. Right. Right. <laughs> right. So this is it, huh? Honey, in 
invited everyone you knew You would see the biggest gift would be from me And the card attached would say Maurice's dead Ooh. Remix <laughs> <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast Army Hammer, first of all, he hates me Why does he hate you again? I, don't know, I pissed him off during an interview, right? Yeah. You don't like steal his girl or something. <laughs> Please. <laughs> no. I, so he came out on social media yesterday and started criticizing all these other stars from all these Marvel movies for posting pictures of themselves with Stan Lee because, of course, Stan Lee passed away. And he found it crass that people were posting pictures of themselves with Stan Lee. This is what, he, this is what Army Hammer wrote. He goes, so touched by all the celebrities posting pictures of themselves with Stan Lee. No better way to commemorate uh, an absolute legend than putting up a picture of yourself. And then everybody's like, look, man, you can't tell people how to mourn, Right. Like, that's the weirdest part. And then Army Hammer goes, if your first reaction to a legend's death is to post a selfie, then I think we need a cultural revamp across the board. And he goes on to say, if Stan impacted your life with his work, post his work that touched you the most. Posting selfies makes his death about you and how cool you felt taking a picture with him. And then Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who was Denny on Grey's Anatomy and other things too. Uh, he chimed in and goes, looks like you found a way to use others' ways of mourning and their memories to draw some attention to yourself. Oh, damn. You sound like a real asshat. Wow, damn. I think Dan Mori posted a, fo- a photo with him and Stan well, Lee as well, right? See, Dan Mori is guilty of this. I don't think that anything Robert Downey Jr. did was wrong or any of those guys. Yeah. They're, they're, they're not doing it. The intent is not to do it to make themselves look good. When you get a civilian who has met somebody famous one time at some point in their life and then like they do 30 it. 30 seconds. When they post that picture, I do truly believe believe that they want people to go oh my god you know like it is it does become about them maury's a hundred percent guilty of that yeah 416-870-8888 what's up hi uh you just said something about people posting pictures with family yeah yeah so i don't see a problem with that they're just posting a picture that's like that means something to them with the person who passed away like if it was your grandmother then you post a picture with your grandmother, yeah, your, right? Yeah, but your grandmother was a part of your life. But, you know, Sam Lee was part of people's lives, too. He no. provided movies and entertainment. But it's, it's about... And for a lot of people. A hundred, uh, one, 100%, but I think that this argument comes down to what we often forget to acknowledge in situations like this, which is intent. And Army Hammer was going at all the guys who star in Marvel movies for trying to big up themselves and make this all about them, when the intent really was not that. Now, now, when I look at somebody like Maury, where somebody dies that Maury maybe met for 30 seconds at a party one time or interviewed them one time 15 years ago for four minutes, and then he posts that picture, the intent is to remind people that Maury met them. But let's not also belabor the fact that, believer the fact that, believer? What? <laughs> You know what I'm let's not believe her the fact that Stan Lee was all about his fans. Okay. And believe he would have loved this. Fact. Believe her the fact. You First you I'm, said believer. Yeah. Like, Do you know what what are you trying to say right now? Let's you, not me or no, not not you, sweetheart. Let, let's not No, I really think it's believer the fact. Let's not believe her the fact. Why don't you just use the word forget? Because I want to sound like I'm speaking proper English. <laughs> what? You want to sound like you're speaking proper English? <laughs> I just feel like Maury deserves a break, okay? I feel like everyone 
dump them on him a lot. Wait, pause for one second. What did we just do just now? We did nothing. We turned Maury's mic on and then just let him go. <laughs> We've, we've said nothing. Nothing at all. Well, you know we asked saying. for clarification no. a couple times, but we've done no nothing wrong. Not, not in general. Like, not today, just in general. Like, what, What's I'll your name on the phone, him. by the way? Yeah. Uh, Patricia. Patricia. Okay, so, like, Maury walked into this room because and sat down in front of the Because I had something to say about Stan Lee. Right. Okay. Okay, so hey. say what you want to say, say about Stan Lee. I just want to say, say, let's not believe the fact that Stan Lee <laughs> loved his fans and would have loved all the pictures that people were posting but with again, him. But again, Maury, you're one of those people that you don't know him. No, but Did I anyone know other know. than his wife? Yes, all those people that have worked <laughs> with him for years. Oh, they're work, they had a no, working No, but the, you're doing what Army Hammer doesn't like. You're now speaking for Stan Lee. But I don't care saying about Army Hammer. I know, but you're now, Wait, you're now one of those people that is like, he he would have, he would have. You don't know him. No, but you don't know. He may have been one of those walking through a, a festival he would stop and shake yes. everyone's hand because that's his job no he really loved his did fans. he though you know that uh, he went to every comic book festival until sure. he was okay. 95 yeah. years old yeah because he was making a ton of scratch off it man if you sure, don't he know this you can't speak retired. for him. you're one of those people i'm on army hammer side now i've changed my mind oh wow okay. i've wow. changed my no, mind you don't want to be on his wow. side for this oh one. me 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 <laughs> I, I, I. Well, okay. look at me with one thing, though, if we didn't do something because someone in the world didn't like it we'd be doing we'd not be doing a lot I'm, I'm not telling Maury not to do it. I would never do that. It's a, it's a free world, yeah. free society. You can do Be- whatever you want. Best believer that. Yeah. yeah. It didn't stop. It didn't stop uh, uh, over a thousand people to like it. Yeah. Exactly. See, counting oh, likes. Oh, that. So there. <laughs> counting there likes. There we go, Patricia. Yep. We get to the bottom of it all. We get yep. to the truth. Maury only posted that picture so that he could get x amount of likes yeah and now you can boast that you got over a thousand likes on that one because you just couldn't keep that to yourself that that was i would have i would have continued to defend him right see thank you patricia so as punishment everybody listening right now if you are following damn Mori on instagram at damn Mori, you can go and hit the unfollow button oh who's that punishment to and also Mori has a special app that tells him who has unfollowed him oh yeah so and it drives him nuts when he gets unfollowed so please please you can go back and follow him next week but please just for today go and unfollow Dammit Maury so his app starts sending him notifications no, we like do crazy not need to ruin Maury's day let's not be Lieber the fact okay Maury <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is bitch in the ass <laughs> thanks Patricia okay, Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life what advice can you guys give me okay so my question is my question is got a problem you can't fix Roz and Mocha got you James, welcome to Razamoka's FML. What's going on? What's your story? Uh, I've been debating that if I should uh, probably leave my family business and just uh, go outside and work somewhere else for about a year. Oof, that's a tough one. We're going to need some background information. So we're located in GTA. Uh, We're we're a small business. Uh, We were established in uh, 2016. And it's been like about uh, two years now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I joined right after I graduated college, uh, well, the university. And uh, it's been going okay. It's been picking up. But I feel like I should be working somewhere else just so that I can get some uh, some uh, outside experience. Uh, oh, so what is the family business? Uh, we're basically distributors for all the lab supplies. Okay. okay. Are you just like bored of it? I, like, I'm, I'm not bored. I mean... 
it's just uh, I don't know I mean I feel like I should be just working somewhere else and the the, the, the disadvantage of the family business is that we're small mm-hmm. right so I don't really get to meet people and make new friends every did, day did you start the family business who started it uh, my dad your dad okay so I, I think that what it comes down to and, and, and where maybe your father may be hurt with this is oftentimes when somebody in the family starts a family business they want to work with their family because that mm-hmm. gives them like great pride like your old man probably loves working with you right and right. that you know this is his dream you know i'm sure that he thought long and hard that i could you know keep my family close we can all sort of support each other provide for each other and you know and and, and sort of be a family unit <clears throat> with this the problem with that is the problem with the family business is that once you get tied up in the family business you're really devoting your life to someone else's dream mm-hmm. right you're no longer able to live or seek out your own dream you're helping your father live out his dream which is a very noble thing to do and and millions of people do this every year but you have to be able to still be able to live your dream and if your dream is not working there or if your dream is will never be accomplished because you work there helping your father live out his dream then that's a conversation that you need to have with your dad right i mean being in a family business has has his own perks and has his own disadvantages like i just mentioned one one of the disadvantages uh the perks is that you know you're just a boss yeah uh, the other thing is like i know like we're even, even our office is just so small that we we only have the capacity to probably set like about three people three four people so it's not like i can just go on and hire like a bunch of like five five people who are about my age and just quickly make friends right that's that's that, that's that's another disadvantage I have, and I just, just been thinking probably if I should work somewhere else for about a year. I'm going to ask you one question, James. Mm-hmm. What is going to make you happy? Huh. That's a really tough question. But that's your answer. The answer to that question is the answer that I think you're you're seeking right now. What is going to make you happy? Branching out on your own to do your own thing uh, as an individual, separate from your family. Or is it continue to work with your family and consistently think about the what if? What if I left? What if I got another job somewhere else? Right. These are tough conversations that you have to have with your family. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. I think listening just to you speak right now, James, I think you are leaning more towards wanting to, and probably already made the decision, but you just need the conversation confirmation is that you want to leave to go do your own thing for a bit and then if that doesn't work out you'll come back let's say home come back to your family business yeah i guess yeah i guess that's what i've been thinking as well yeah have you already like actively been looking for other jobs elsewhere just to see what else is out there for you oh, to no 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 no, no? Okay. I, I, haven't, I haven't even started applying it's just a little debate i've been having in yeah. my head yeah your, your old man your old man should also be encouraging of your own dreams yeah you know i think you need to have that conversation with your fam and talk to your dad and he'll i think at least uh would be very supportive of your decision your decision to venture out on your own Right, but then in the end, I I also feel like still just don't want that guilt that I just left everything behind and just put it on his head. That's tough. Yeah, you can't. But here's and also this though, it it may be family, but it is still a job, right? And you, there are family things that will that make life easier when you're working for the family business. But it is the job part, okay? And you can't leave this job in a way that you would not leave a normal job that was not a family business. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you just can't up and leave like in a way that you would never consider doing if it was somebody else's company. Right. You got to be careful. Like you can't, you can't torture your old man. You can't, you know, just up and leave and ruin everything that he's built. Right. You've committed to him. You've already made a commitment. So you have to figure out your way out while still honoring that commitment or tying everything up. Right. I think the first thing you have to do though, James, is to have a chat with your family. Yeah. Have a chat with your dad. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I guess, really important. Yeah. All right. All right. All right, brother. All right, guys. Thanks, James. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Roz and Mocha's FML, only on KISS. So People Magazine last week did their Sexiest Man Alive issue. Mr. Idris Elba. And then I guess BuzzFeed decided to do Who's the Sexiest Man Dead. Oh, wow. And at first I thought this was really crass. Because to even think of somebody who's dead in terms of sexy, to me, kind of weirds me out a little bit. What? But are they talking like sexy at their, at yeah. their prime? Yeah, I used to refer to somebody like who's dead as sexy. you who's sexy that's dead and how they look now. No, I know, but it's hard to separate all that. And then I thought, man... You could be so lucky to be dead and have people then still refer to you as being sexy. You would be that lucky. Thank you. So then I got into this article. Sure. Of course you Quote, did. unquote. Um, so can I guess? Yeah, I of course. The, the results. There, I will tell you this. There is an overwhelming number one. And, and, and Maury was right. This is people not as they were when they died. Right. So this is not people who made it to like their 80s and were withered looking like a boot. This and is oh people boy, in their prime. Sexy. Right? These are people in their prime. So I think there's an overwhelming have, number one. An I think overwhelming gonna have number one. Like Marilyn Monroe is going to be on there. No, no, it's no, men. It's the sexiest sexiest man okay, dead. So River Phoenix. I'm going to say Elvis is going to be on there. I'm going to say yeah. Michael Jackson's going to be on there. Sexy? Nobody ever thought Michael Jackson What's was sexy. I'm, what? I'm just assuming what BuzzFeed put out there, no, man. No, Sometimes no, no, they write no. some jacked up stuff. No, no, this is the people who voted. Oh. They did a poll. Um, Prince, is Prince on there? Uh, actually, no. It's it's incredible that Prince isn't on there. Who else? I don't know. Dean Martin. Okay, so not on the list. No Patrick Swayze. Yeah. No Paul Walker. And as Mocha said, no Prince. So the number no Paul Walker, really? No, no Paul Walker. It's really old school. Like, I don't know who voted on this. This says so much about people who take part in a poll like this. I can't remember the guy's name. He was in Brokeback Mountain. Heath Ledger. Ledger. Yeah. Is Not he on, on the list. Really? No, no. Okay. So here we go. At number 10, Gregory Peck. Really? Who the hell is Gregory exactly. Peck? At number nine, Anthony Perkins. The guy from Psycho? <laughs> At number eight, Yule Brenner. Yule Brenner? Who is that? At number seven, Gene Kelly. Okay. Who's at, Gene Kelly? At number six, Elvis. Yeah. At number five, Lawrence Olivier. Wow. At number four, back. Omar Sharif. I don't know who any of these folks are. At number three, James Dean. He was sexy. At number two, Paul Newman with 11% of the vote. Hold on. The salad dressing guy? Yep. <laughs> And at number one on the list with a whopping 45% of the vote. So there's 10 people on this list and number one got 45% of the vote. Okay. Marlon Brando. The Godfather. <laughs> yes. Who but, voted but, for this? My grandma? Ex- exactly. So this is what I'm saying. I don't know who would vote on this. They're missing so know, many sexy people. Like I who? Like who? Know- Clark Gable? <laughs> <laughs> like- I only know Marlon Brando as one of two people. 
the Godfather me, yeah. and Superman's dad in the original. Right, but Jor-El. don't get me wrong. Some of these people were sexy in black and white dance movies. Okay, yes. But you're missing some who actually were right. You know, closer to now. I think that maybe people find it crass to judge the newly dead as being sexy. But wouldn't you want, wouldn't that be not I crass would, by having them on the list? It'd be an honor. I would, if I die, I would hope that somebody who wrote my obituary would say that I've won awards for being beautiful. I would want that in my obituary. But what if you were beaten by Gene Kelly? Then I would be horrified. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hi there. My name is Daylene. I'm with my son, Chase. Yeah. What up, what up? Say hi, Chase. Hi. What's so up? So he just wanted to call because yesterday he decided that the Roz and Mocha Podcast was his favorite and we have to listen to it every time we drive. Aww. So I told him yesterday... That his aunt Kate actually has been on your guys' podcast twice now. So he's like, Can we call? So I said, Of course we can. So we called. Oh, okay. So how old are you, Chase? I'm five. You're five. <laughs> okay. And you listen to all of the uh, the podcasts so far, right? Uh, most of them. Yeah. What do you like about the podcast? Mostly <laughs> Mostly just all of it. Oh, okay. Perfect. His, the favorites is when you guys talk. Oh, perfect. And he, he says that he thinks Roz is the boss. <laughs> the boss of what? <laughs> uh, the show, I guess. Yeah, that Roz sounds right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right, yeah. Uh-huh. You yeah. Got a, you got a funny way of thinking there, Chase. <laughs> <laughs> he likes us all, though. But Mommy's personal favorite. You guys are going to hang up on me. All right, see ya. Okay, bye-bye. Later, bye. Bye, thanks for talking to us. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Chase, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? The same. The same? The same? No. Well, I hope you guys have a terrible day. (laughs) Oh, my goodness gracious. I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, we love you guys so much. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for listening to the live show. And thank you very much for calling in. You're welcome. We do so much driving that the podcast just makes it okay. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I finally wrap. The Haunting of Hill House. Oh, yeah. Something that people did like four weeks ago. Because <laughs> you made a vow with your wife to one, only watch it together, but two, only watch it on weekends because it was ruining your sleep and you, that you needed to get for work. No, 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 no. No. It was ruining my sleep. I oh. mean, last night I only woke up twice screaming. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but she had said, are, are, you, are you okay if we just make this a... Friday and Saturday night show. No problem. As opposed to during the week because you leave so early in the morning and, you know, the sun doesn't come up until like 30 now. <laughs> right, that's a lot of dark hours. So, and I'm in the, whole, yeah. in the house alone. <laughs> yeah. So are you cool if we just Friday, Saturday only? Sure. And I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> so we watched like a bunch of episodes Friday and Saturday and then yeah. we had one left, the last episode last night. You got to watch do it. it. Yeah. Had to. Yeah. Um, I don't know, maybe because of the all the hype yeah. surrounding it yeah. and everyone saying oh it was so scary it was so scary yeah. that I was expecting it to be like this horrific scare fest sure it was okay yeah okay I didn't find it as scary okay like the last two episodes were a little out there yeah it's just that one there's one jump scare yes episode right? uh, <laughs> I think it's episode eight right yeah did you scream I didn't my wife jumped though yeah 
I mean, I didn't scream, but I was like, Bleh. you were like, what? I was like, Bleh. oh, really? That's what you did? Just, yeah. yeah. Just laying on the couch. Just that. Yeah. The lights were on. Yeah. By the way. Didn't even spill your drink. Nothing. Did not spill my drink. No. no. Didn't even move. No. Like your feet I mean, didn't even come off the coffee table. You were just I mean, watching that and, and made what? Like, like huh. yeah, okay. Like maybe one foot moved Please. and I kind of like you sat are, up straight. No, 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 no. Listen, we, Maury is easily frightened as far as you can scare Maury five times in a row within five minutes. Sure. And he will always jump. With movies, they ruin you. I don't know if Mo- Maury's as affected by scary movies as you are. I think that if somebody in the room here is affected by scary movies, it's you. Because you've had a history of this over the past nine years of yeah, movies like, messing you up. Like it follows me into my sleep. Yes. Like, this has been an ongoing thing where you have nightmares because you watch a scary movie what like you're five. Last yeah, last night, <laughs> I think it was, who did I see in my dream? I think it was the guy with the, with the funny hat. Right. The tall guy with the funny hat. Yeah. I think he was in my dream last yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. You have nightmares. You're like... You One know, out of the two nightmares my wife had to wake me up. <laughs> right. See? <laughs> See, they follow you to your sleep. Normally when, you're an, like, normally when you're an adult and you have adult relationships and you're yeah. living with somebody, whether you're married or whatever you are, and you're about to watch something scary, most adults don't have to look at another adult and go, you really shouldn't watch this tonight, sweetheart, because this is going to give you nightmares. Like, that's what you say to children. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> you don't say that to grown people. Yeah. You don't have to worry that a show's going to give them nightmares. So, was, so you so you had two nightmares last so two. night. One, she had to wake me because I was screaming. And the other one, I woke myself because I was because screaming. screaming. See, man? And, and what? And Hill House wasn't scary? Yeah. That was not that scary. No. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Gotta make a long distance call, Roz, uh, to a Roz and Mocha fan in Vancouver. Oh, I like that. Love all of our fans in Vancouver. Hello? Hello, hello, it's Razamoka. Oh my god, hi! Hey, what's going on? What's your name? This is Catherine. Catherine, okay. So, Roz, Catherine texted us and says, Hey, I'm from Vancouver, uh, but I'm finally in your time zone, and I'm so excited. I can actually text you during the live show. Wanted to say hi. I'm not really in the area. I'm in Louisville, Kentucky for work these days. Uh, I found your show randomly on Kiss in Vancouver and heard that there's a podcast, and now I listen to it uh, exclusively during my drives to and from work. So, Catherine, thank you very much for your text, and thank you for being a part of the Raza Mocha Show. Thank you so much. Oh, my God, my heart is beating so fast right now. Uh, <laughs> what, do you, what do you do for a living that you travel and, and you're um, out in Louisville now? Yeah, I'm a project manager for industrial freezers. For in- industrial freezers? Yeah, so we build freezers of thousands of uh, products in an hour. Wow. Oh, wow. Wait, like so those, those on massive walk-in ones that, that you see at restaurants? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, like well, even bigger. This one bigger for like food plants. Like uh like when you watch a horror movie, it's always where they find the body and his eyelashes uh, and the eyelashes you, are always like white know, with snow. But <laughs> <laughs> we go through customs, they uh, the American guys are like, so how many body things? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and we're just like, should we even engage in this conversation? Because it's like, we shouldn't be too joking with the custom officer. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. And uh, you like what you do? Yeah. 
Yeah, I've been here for six years. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. So you found the show, yeah. what, on yeah. uh, on Kiss in Vancouver, right? Yeah, it's like from six to eight. So I yeah. was working yeah. overtime one day, and I just drove home. And it was really funny because it was one of those days that um, I think Mo- uh Roz was making Maury eat those weird foods. I wasn't making Maury and do anything. Maury does that all on his own. <laughs> no. Yeah, Maury okay. will bring that idea to us and yeah. say, hey, guys, here's what I want to do. <laughs> okay, okay. So I was listening to that, and yeah. with all the disgusting food combinations, Roz was still able to make it sound sexy. So I was oh. like, what is this show? And it's just so funny. And then I've been listening to it for the oh, last Oh, so you really months. like the Roz and Mocha show because you think Roz is sexy. <laughs> I'm just saying he has a sexy voice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you also feel that you have a connection mm. with Roz or to Roz because... Your name is Catherine, and Ross's girlfriend's Stop, name is Catherine. Don't make it weird, dude. I had no idea. I had yeah. no idea about that. But no, no, it's nothing to do with that, man. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, Ross's girlfriend's name is Catherine. That's why I like. Yes, yes. And they have a child together, that. so um, you have no chance. It. Stop it! What's the matter with you, dude? Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, I marry and have a kid anyway. Oh, okay, Perfect. okay. okay you're okay. still allowed to after, think I'm sexy. After my mat leave, you're not dead. After my mat leave. <laughs> After my mat leave, that's when I started listening to the. I uh, started li- going back to work, and I started hearing, yeah. um, heard this show, and that's why. Uh, that's why I got hooked, and for the last couple of months, I'm just listening to the podcast like nonstop. Uh, we love people like you, Catherine, because we're doing this thing where we're just trying to bring everybody kind of together. And whether it's the people in Toronto, in Kingston, in Ottawa, in Victoria, in Vancouver, and now you listening in Louisville, Kentucky, that's the whole purpose of this <laughs> is to just bring everybody together. That's nice. Yeah, no, it's, it's so funny. You guys are always making me laugh, and it just it makes like a bad day turn much better. We appreciate that. Catherine, uh, thank you for listening. (laughs) Thank you for your text. Thank you for your loyalty. Thank you so much for calling. Yeah, of course. Uh, Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? (laughs) Oh my goodness. Do I have to answer this? Yeah. Yeah. Mocha, you are not my favorite. Oh, wow. We've never had somebody say it like that before. (laughs) Catherine, that hurts my feelings more than you just saying Roz is my favorite. (laughs) Exactly. That's why I did it. Wow. Oh, wow. wow. Savage. Roz is my my favorite. (laughs) Yeah. We've never had somebody say, uh, you are not my favorite. (laughs) That hurts. I kind of regret asking now. (laughs) (laughs) Just because the way you ask people and everybody just says, Mocha, Mocha, Mocha. But no, Roz has been my favorite since the beginning. And like, he's so funny. But at the same time, he's so savage. But down in the in the end, of, like after all those conversations, he's just a really genuine guy. Oh, all right, all right. I didn't ask for you to explain. Wow. I just asked who your favorite was. All right. Now you're going on too long. Okay. Okay. Well, I want to watch it. I'm just kidding. Right. Catherine, we love you so much. Thank you so much for calling. Take care. Okay. Bye. 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 Enjoy your day. Okay. Bye. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Abdul Khan hit us up on Twitter and said, Hey, Razamoka, you guys should talk about this on your show. It'll make everyone's morning ride to work with a link. And so what? I clicked on the link and spam. It, it's a story from uh, good.com, live well, do good. Yeah. Let me read you the story. Anna Truppiano is a first grade teacher at Kendall uh, Elementary School in Washington, D.C., a school that serves deaf and hard of hearing students from birth through grade eight. In addition to teaching the usual subjects, Truppiano has to help her students thrive in society 
that doesn't do enough to cater to uh, people who are hard of hearing. Oh no, is this a sad story? Is it made me cry? Recently, very emotional. Recently, Trupiano had to teach her students about a rather personal topic: farting in public. Oh. <laughs> A six-year-old boy farted so loud in class that some of his classmates began to laugh. The boy was surprised by their reaction, and he didn't know that farts make sounds. Oh, no! (laughs) This created a, quote, wonderful and funny teaching moment for True Piano. And then she shared the conversation on Facebook. So she wrote, Today in my first grade class, one of my deaf student students farted loudly in class and all the other students around to look at them. The following is a snippet of a 15-minute conversation that happened entirely in American Sign Language among the group of deaf students. Kid one, why are they looking at me? Me. Because they heard you fart. Kid one, what do you mean? <laughs> Me, hearing people can hear farts. Kid two, totally horrified. Wait, they can hear all farts? Oh, no. Me, well, no, not all farts, but some of them, yes. Kid three, how do you know which farts they can hear and which farts they can't? Me, well, you know sometimes when you feel your butt move when you fart? A lot of those they can hear, but if your butt doesn't move, it's most likely they can't hear. Kid one, tell them to stop listening to my farts. That's not nice. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Me, hearing kids can't stop hearing farts. It just happens. Kid two, then I'll just stop farting then. (laughs) Me, everyone farts. It's totally healthy. You can't stop. Kid three, Wait, everyone, even my mom, me, yep. Kid two, my dad, me, yep. Kid one, you, me, yep. Kids laugh hysterically. Kid one says, so you can hear and smell all farts? She says, some of the farts, yes, not all of them. Kid two says, can hearing people see farts? (laughs) (laughs) Kid two says, Oh, sorry. Kid one says, can hearing people see farts? Kid three says, yeah, green smoke comes out of your butt. I saw it on TV. She says that doesn't happen in real life. Kid one says, oh, wait, I don't understand farts. (laughs) And then she finishes it off by saying, I went to college for eight years to have these conversations. (laughs) Oh, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I'm like real surprised that this breathing song from Ariana Grande did not hit number one on the charts. Yeah, no, thank you. Next is her first number one. That's wild. And she was also named Billboard's like Woman of the Year. Yeah. Without a number one record. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. It That's happens. crazy, man. Yeah. That is so, so Happy crazy. And like Ariana Grande has been in our lives for like a few years now. I and know. every single song that she's ever released, we've played on the radio. Remember and one? none of them hit number one except for Thank You Next. Remember when she got tired and like she'd make her staff carry around like a baby? Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. That was remember the best. That? Remember that? That was the best. When that picture came out where they were carrying her like a baby? Legit. <laughs> she was in a big jacket. <laughs> like she's so little, right? Tiny. And, and, her, and her security guys are huge. And that one was, of them was just carrying her. That was before she licked the donut, right? I don't want to bring up the girl's demons, but you know. <laughs> but that was but, pretty gross. Was it before or after? No, that, that was she got carried like she she was being carried around like a baby by her staff before she licked the donut. That's wild. The, Can you imagine? Shop. Like you're out doing stuff and then you have staff with you where you oh, you just say, Oh man, I'm so tired. It. Can you just carry me to the car? But this is the, see, this is the great thing is that when you are at that level and you have that kind of staff 
you don't even have to say, hey, I'm tired. Can you carry me to the car? Their job is to know when you're too tired and you need to be carried to the car. Like they just come and scoop you up. It's so, got to be the greatest thing in the world. Carried like a baby was 2014. Yeah. Licking donut was 2015. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. But yeah, your staff would just know at that point. They would just know. They would know you so They'd well. They'd recognize the, they, the they, signs. They, yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. They'd be they like, would, she looks tired. Yeah. And they would just scoop you right up and carry you to wherever you need to go. Thank God I don't have to do that to you. It would be the life, man. That would Stop just trolling, Maury. This, this is Maury's way of trolling to be like, what are you trying can to I ca- carry you? Oh, please. Dude, I mean, uh, at the end of the day, nothing would make me happier, but I feel it's impossible. To carry me? Why would you want to carry me? Because then I am in control. Of what? Well, that is super weird, dude. Yeah. That you want to dominate me like <laughs> That's that? That's like some serial <laughs> like killer. You, like you you're the kind of guy killer. that I listen to crime podcasts. Yeah. About. <laughs> God damn, dude. Yeah. Like the reason I want to carry you is so I can be in control. Who says such a thing? I have no idea. Where do you? Where do those thoughts even come from that you want to be in control like that? I didn't say anything. Anyway, let's do it. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Got a text from uh, Helen. I don't want to screw up your last name, Helen. Sorry to say, yeah, not a text. Why do I always say text? Because everything to me is a text. It's a tweet. Oh, okay. But to me, it's still a text. I'm just coming oh. around to texting. It's a, it's a tweet. It's a tweet. Same yeah. thing. Can we just say we got a text? Nope. Oh, okay. We got a tweet. Got a tweet from Helen. Uh, R-I-Q-U-I-N-H-A. I think this. How do you pronounce that name? What? Requina? R I Q U I N H A. I so what? R I R I Q U Q U I N I N H A H. How would you say that last name? Shrota Lovely Known. Requina. Great text. Duh. Um, so she texts us and says, uh, tweeted us, tweeted us. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> uh, hey, Razamoka, today's the day that I need to say thank to you. Uh, thank you from the advice you gave the 23 year old on Fix My Life and then the story about the text and blowing up her wedding dress. Both truly what I needed today. Keep on being you and uh, know that you touch all those who listen. So thank you very Aww. much, Helen Requina. I've had one of those days. I haven't had one of those days in a while. Wishy. Where you just need something and you don't know what it is you need. Like a you, hug? Yeah, sometimes. I don't know. Dude, do you want a hug? I don't, no, 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 I'll no. no. I'm hug. not having one of those days right now. I feel oh. great today. Oh, okay. I had one of those last week and then I went for meditation. Maury, are you what? I had what, one of those days like on last week. Yeah. So I signed up for couples meditation. Right. And it really helped. Does it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. my, you just, yeah. you lie under meditation. a blanket. Yeah. Yes. It's a weird kind of meditation you're doing, man. I don't know. You, it, you, you. The, what, yeah. Maury told us about this meditation he's doing. It sounds very like culty. Yeah. No, it sounds like nap time in daycare. It does. It's nap time. So you go and you meditate, but you go under a blanket and lay on the floor. Yeah. And she, <laughs> she kind of whisper talks at the front yeah. of the class and then comes around and touches you. Yeah. Listen, I, I'm, I'm as much as I want to goof on this. I, I have a hard time goofing on anybody who does anything to make themselves feel better. Like if you feel down or you're sick or whatever it is, you have to do yourself the honor and exhaust all options to feel better, mm-hmm. right? And if lying under a blanket and having somebody whisper, talk to you and call it meditation, if that helps 0.1% to get you to feel better, then you owe it to yourself to you know, do that 0.1% I've been to get yourself to feel better. thinking about meditation a lot lately. Have you? Yeah. In the past, like... I'd say about a month. I've yeah. wanted to try it. Yeah, I, uh, I've memorized what she says. Close your eyes. I'll tell you. I'll do it right now with you. No, like I'm being serious. As am I. If you try to turn this into a joke, no, I'm. Like, I'm why is everything I say thought of as a joke? 
Because every time you come in here and you try to say something, you turn it into a joke. No, I legit will do it with you. If you put on, like, calming music, I will completely talk how she did and say what she said. Okay, why don't we just do no music right now? Oh, because usually music there's off. music. Well, what kind of music is it? It's kind of like classically music, and then there was like a guy... Megadeth and stuff, or no? No, no, okay. not Megadeth. Um, like okay. Sounds of the Forest. <sighs> Let's see. Okay. Exactly. All right, more. Okay, so uh, I will close my eyes. And okay, Mocha, so you can... just stop for one second. I'm still setting it up, damn it. Um, okay, so I'm going to close my eyes, and I'm going to yeah. do my best to get into this. Mocha, you do the same. And if anybody's listening right now, and if you're not driving... But if you're on the gardener, you're probably stuck there anyway. So feel free to close your eyes. <laughs> you know what's funny is I've never I've never had my eyes closed while Maury makes that sound. I just jumped. <laughs> Godzilla for real. <laughs> That's a Godzilla. Okay, okay Maury, so. and we're we're being a hundred percent serious right now. I'm I'm gonna, gonna, don't make serious. any jokes. No if you try to turn this into a goof, then <sighs> the deal is, yeah, you have to okay. leave the room. Okay, just go. Here we go, Mocha. Great offer, but me no. and you. Okay, so pause. Ross. What? Should we hold hands? No, 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 no. Okay. That's too erotic. See, and you turned it into a joke. <laughs> Shh, Maury, we're trying to meditate together. So as you're sitting there, you can either sit with your hands just in your lap, or okay. you can touch your thumb and your index finger. Whatever is comfortable to you to create that energy to flow through you depends on you, what it is that you want to do. And while you're there closing your eyes, picture yourself floating through the clouds able to sort of touch the clouds as you float by little pillows of thoughts now imagine as you're lying there that there are roots growing out of your shoulder blades into the ground pulling you deeper and deeper into the ground that's like it's disgusting man <laughs> yeah. that's gross dude am i that's gross. While this is happening, am it, I still floating through the clouds? No, different thought now. Okay, so go ahead. Um, go ahead. The roots. So now there's stuff coming out of my back. Yeah, this is gross. I'm getting all stressed out again right now. Totally. Okay. The roots are pulling you deeper, deeper into the ground. Oh, God. But they're holding you there, making sure that you have nowhere to go. <laughs> you know, I'm wondering more. Is like this... I'm wondering if this is like some long, like long play Griff. Like if at the end of this, like the, this woman's going to be able to, being able to control you. No, no. Okay, sorry. But when do I start to feel relaxed? Now, now. Oh, well, the ground is sucking me under. But you're not supposed to think of it like that. You're supposed to think of it as like happy roots. Uh, but I, happy roots. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's a Godzilla. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, it's Ronzamoka. What's going on? Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. I've been trying to call for, wow, I can't even tell you how long. What can we do for you today? Not a whole lot, actually. I have <laughs> absolutely nothing to say except I love your show. I've been listening to you guys for who knows how long, forever. Yeah. yeah. Um, I got like a, a almost two-hour drive to work every day. Wow. Is that, is that why you were just like super cool to hang on for like 15 minutes? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Sit on hold? Exactly. Yeah. All right, cool. exactly. Wow. Two hours you- every day. That's crazy. Wow. Yep. But hey, 
When yeah, when you need to feed mouths, that's just how it goes. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? All right. Well, yep. uh, thanks for calling in, Diana. Like we love talking to you. Not? You have uh, amazing energy. And between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh, definitely Roz. Oh, definitely Roz. So- sorry, Mocha. I love you, but Roz, you the man. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why do you love Roz more than me? Um, he's just. He's fine. Oh. Oh, you find him very attractive. <laughs> very much so. Oh, okay. Love, yeah. I mean, you're, you're cute, but, you know. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> uh, all right, all right. That's fine. Somebody, uh, somebody made a comment. I did something uh, the other day on, I don't even know what it was, maybe ET Canada on, on YouTube, and one of the comments was, they tried to compliment me, saying that they love what I say and that my opinions are, are great. Yeah. But I think how they phrased the question was... Let me read. I don't want to. I don't want to misquote somebody. God forbid. Right. <laughs> Especially a YouTube comment. Especially a YouTube comment. <laughs> so let me. Uh, let me get you exactly what they said. So they go. Uh, Graybeard always has the best take on anything. <laughs> I may not always agree, but damn, he talks sense. Wow. Well, I didn't know how to oh, feel about that. That's awesome. Right. Like I'm a pirate. Yeah, totally. Exactly. But like an old pirate. With, with age with age comes beauty. Oh, thank you. Damn, Diana. <laughs> All right. All thank right. you so much for calling in today. No problem. You guys have an awesome day. Thank you, you too. Bye-bye. You. I find it very difficult to take any flirtations from anyone named Diana because that's also my mother's name, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Like, weird. I can't be flirting with a woman named Diana and go, oh, thank you, Diana. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's super weird to me. Like, it's super that weird. That would be very weird. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. The Toy Hall of Fame every year, and this is like a hotly debated thing because they put in three entries into their Hall of Fame every year, but there's tons of nominations, like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or the Academy Awards or whatever it is. There's tons of submissions, and then only a certain few get to actually be in the Hall of Fame. And uh, so in September, they announced 12 finalists. Okay. Hit me. And these are the ones that did not get the votes. American oh. Girl, <laughs> Chalk. <laughs> Just like regular Chalk? Yeah, Chalk. I guess that's a toy, right? Yeah, but how has Chalk not ever been in the Hall of Fame? Well, but Chalk's been around yeah, forever. It's a stretch. Um, uh, shoots and Ladders. Uh, He-Man. Shoots and Ladders? Uh, snakes and Ladders. Oh. Uh, He-Man. Yeah. The Sled. <laughs> Tic-Tac-Toe. Well, like that's a pencil and paper, right? That's, that's a like, game. That's like calling Hangman a game. Right. Well, Hangman's a game. I know, but it's a game that you make. Yeah, it's it's not not a toy. toy. Yeah, I would agree. Tic Tac Toe does not belong. No, Uh, Tickle Me Elmo. Okay. Electric football. A what? Electric football. Remember the little game that you sat in front of a guy awkwardly close. Yeah. Where you each like it's just all X's and O's. Yeah, just all X's and O's and lines. Where you had to literally like your foreheads were touching while you were while you were playing that little game. This is stupid. Imagine a game. So if you don't know what we're talking about, like the electronic football game, imagine like it's an, not like Madden 19 right now. No, imagine like an iPhone Plus, right? Yeah. Uh, imagine like an iPhone Plus. Uh huh. That size of a screen, right? So I'm, um, and there's controllers on either end of it. Yeah. And you 
control one end of it and your buddy controls the other end of it. And you have to sit there together and play on the same screen. <laughs> like that's how close you have to sit. Yeah. Right? Like like your foreheads were touching. Yeah. Like I could put a chip in my mouth and you could just lean forward an inch and bite half the chip off. <laughs> if we were if we were share these. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the National Toy Hall of Fame just announced the three toys inducted uh, into its 2018 class. And they are Oh, okay. The Magic 8-Ball? Wait, hold on. Yeah, not a toy. Oh, you're going to do some stuff? Magic 8-Ball. Uh, I guess. You know? Number two, Pinball. Pinball was never put in the Hall of Fame before? Pinball was never put in the Hall of Fame before. <sighs> Pinball is okay. now in the Toy Hall of Fame. Next. And the third inductee in the Class of 2018 Toy Hall of Fame Uno. <laughs> I, wait, but Uno's not a toy. Like, that's a game, isn't sure, it? Isn't it with sure. cards? Yes. It I, is. Wouldn't, I would argue There's a fine that. line between... I don't, I don't think they're drawing a huge distinction between toy and game. And also, a lot of things that you just do on your own, like last year's inductees. Yeah. Class of 2017. Clue. We all agree on Clue. That's a game, though. Yeah. Number two was Wiffle Ball. Yeah. yeah. I love Wiffle Ball. Now, number three, Paper Airplanes. What? (laughs) Okay. I'd argue that one. Thank you. Yeah. Paper Airplane, not necessarily a toy or a game. uh, No. It's just, it's a thing. Yes. Like, there's Uh, no... No. Okay, that's like 2016, Dungeons and Dragons. We can all agree on that. Yes. Uh, Little People. Sure. Those toys. Yeah. Okay. And then we get to number three, the swing. <laughs> Again, not a toy. <laughs> not a toy. You just swing on it. Yes. There's no, and, and it's not a game. No. No, it's not a game. Right? No. And, uh, okay. And then we go back to 2015, Super Soaker. We can all agree on that. Sure. Twister. We can all agree on that. Yeah. And also Puppet. <laughs> <laughs> not a game. Not a game at all. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. I got a t-shirt on, a hoodie, and a leather jacket. and As I you always do. And, and I didn't even do up my, ho- my hoodie. No. And I got a v-neck going. Look at you. Chest felt nice. <laughs> nice for what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my chest always feels nice. Uh, I had to trim down. I had to trim down again this week. Did you? Yeah. yeah. I don't know what I was doing. I was shooting something where I, I had a shirt on that I noticed that uh, I had a gray hair, not yeah. poking up over the top of my shirt, uh-huh. but I had a hair that made its way through my shirt. Oh, like, no. Like through the fabric. Oh, no. Yeah. Do you, ever, do you ever get that with t-shirts? Sometimes, yeah. Where, like, I, don't, I, I, look down, for a while? I look down and like your hair, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if there's a, a woman equivalent of this where like maybe like when you let your leg hair go a little bit, maybe like pokes through your nylons or your tights or something. I don't know. But I don't know if there's a woman equivalent of this where when I wear a t-shirt sometimes because oftentimes the best t-shirts, the ones, the t-shirts that feel the best yeah. are the thinnest fabric, right? Like the, the best cotton sometimes is thinner than the sort of thick buy them four at a time t-shirts that sure. you can buy in a, in, a, in a pack. And it's oftentimes with my designer t-shirts. Oh. Thank you. Um, that the, the chest hair pokes right through. Yeah. And if I'm sitting there long enough, sometimes I'll look down and it won't just be one. It'll be like 10. Oh, wow. Yeah. It, so it looks weird. It looks like I've Very done it. Strange. It looks like I've done it deliberately. Yeah. Like I've just sat there and started pulling chest hair through my shirt. Start, which what kind of fashion trend. What kind of weirdo would do that? Um, 
I have not trimmed down in a while. Like look really? At, like, yeah. Hold and on, here's the thing. This. And I get I'm very insecure. Get jacket off. I get see that. Oh, look at that! Holy like jeez! Like a bear. So yeah. every. Uh, what about the, what about the other parts? Like, do you trim your shoulders and stuff, or no? I oh, have. I, I do, but I haven't in a while. Yeah. So it's all like I look a mess, right? Yeah. And every Sunday, uh, we take our kid to his swimming classes, and it's a parent and kid class, Uh-oh. and I always go into the pool with them. Yeah. Right. And I get very insecure. So I, I, we get there early, yeah. and then I change, and then quickly get to the pool so right. I can get in and just like, and just bob be, up, just bury myself in the water. Yeah. So I'm just like neck up the entire time. Right. So your body never comes up. Above so my the, body never comes up. And then sea after level. I like when the class is done, I quickly yeah. rush grab my towel. Nobody I just, cares though. I know, but still, nobody, I just get nobody cares. I do too. I have like I let my I think my shoulder hair right now is incredible. I have like, look at that. It's a gray one right there. More, look at that. Oh, damn. You want me to pull look, it out? Look at that. Yeah, you, I'll let you pull that one out. That's long, dude. Yeah, right? Look at that one. You condition it? No. Ow. Ow. More, you're just like, now you're teasing it. Pull it out, you jackass. Don't just tease it. Ow. There we go. You can keep that. <laughs> that one's for you, baby. <laughs> oh, so gross. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix? Roz and Mocha got you. We welcome Sabrina to Roz and Mocha's FML. You need help fixing your life? Yes, I do. I definitely do. How old are you, Sabrina? I am 23 years old. Okay. And what's the story? What's going on? And I've been seeing a guy for about four months now. Mm -hmm. So he was my manager for a long time before. And essentially, he um, was in a four-year relationship, and I was in a year-long relationship. And all of a sudden, we just kind of started seeing each other after our relationship fell apart. And then from there, he essentially just kind of, our relationship just kind of progressed. So we started off as friends with benefits, and then it just kind of progressed to feelings and emotions that were involved. Yeah. But because he was in a four-year relationship and I was in a year relationship... I don't know where we stand currently. And with the holidays coming up, I'm not sure what our relationship is. And I kind of want to define it. Right. But Sabrina, have you talked to him? Yes, I have. And we've been really great about our relationship and things like that. Um, However, because my mom is currently in the hospital too, she has a heart condition and she has to get um, heart surgery, open heart surgery. I, I turned to him. And he's been absolutely great about it. And he says, like, I care about you and I want to be with you and things like that. But I'm just scared to bring it up just because he did get out of a four-year relationship. And I don't want to risk that. And I don't want our relationship to fall apart if I say, hey, I want to define the relationship. Okay, but you like him. He likes you. Things are going great. He's being that, quote-unquote... Uh, boyfriend to you right now, showing you yeah. all the qualities uh, that you are looking for in a guy. So if you're yeah. comfortable with the, with one another, the conversation of, hey, let's be boyfriend and girlfriend, because this is what it pretty much feels like right now, should yeah. be a pretty easy conversation. Yeah. I overthink things completely, though. So last mm-hmm. night I texted him, and I was just like, hey, so, you know, if you ever lose feelings for me, can you just, you know, let me know? Cause... Oh, my God! Sabrina! <laughs> okay. Don't... Why would you do that? Sabrina, 
Sabrina. Because I'm a girl. No, stop. Sabrina, first of all, you're, you don't sound like you're weak, and you're certainly not that weak. Um, the one thing that you need to stop doing, and anybody who is in your situation where you're sort of insecure about your relationship or where you stand with somebody, these are conversations that you have to have face-to-face. You got to go old yeah. school with this, okay? Uh, no more, no more defining your relationship over text. No more discussing yeah. your relationship over text. No more uh, late night, you know, throwing something out there. Hey, I, I don't want to offend you, but if you fall out of love with me, just please be honest. No, what you have to do is you have to have these conversations face to face. And moving your relationship to a next level, why people often are so hesitant, I feel, is that it involves you sort of increasing your level of vulnerability, right? In order to yeah. in order to increase the level of intimacy that you guys have, you have to become far more vulnerable. And that is not a comfortable place for anybody to want to go. So it's very easy to just sort of sit there with something that feels right and is very cool. And maybe you're afraid to sort of move it forward. But as Mocha was saying, the defining of a relationship are normal conversations. These are, if you're going to be with this person, you have to be able to talk about money. You have to be able to talk about family. You have to be able to talk about your history and his history. You have to be able to talk about everything. The most basic of conversations that you guys have to get really, really good at having are the conversations about you, about each other, and about the relationship. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> when, when, when you texted him and said, hey, if you ever want out of this relationship, just like let me know, what was his response to you? His re- response was, I would never do that to you. You deserve much, much better than that. And I... Uh, yeah, and he said, I won't be losing feelings. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay, because <laughs> let me tell you one thing right now, Sabrina. From the outside looking in, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You sending that text, to me, is like you are giving him an out. And you don't know if he would have read that text prior to him responding the way he did, looking at that text being like, oh, maybe she's not really into me, and this is her way of giving me the quote-unquote okay to turn down the relationship and move on with my life. Okay, yeah, that makes like, that sense. could have backfired. I'm trying to do that, though. <laughs> like, right? yeah. Is your relationship healthy? Uh, yeah, actually, it, it really is. I think it is, at least. I mean, I've met a lot, like all of his friends, and we just haven't done the family thing yet. Right, but like you, you have all the things. Like you're, you're in a relationship, but like you're both really independent still. You don't fully rely yeah, on like, each other for everything. He's there for he's there for you. You're you're there for him. You trust each yeah. other, like all those things, right? Yeah, exactly. Then have the conversation. Okay. And no more texting. Oh well, no. I'm such an like old school hopeless romantic too. That's like I need that face to face conversation. No, you don't. No, you like, don't. Because you texted him last night saying if you need to dump me, that's okay. But like in face to face, I'm not like doing yeah. it through text. I just yes. want like him to like just I just had this weird vibe that I kind of wanted to pull out like put out there and like yeah you can do this you got this being vulnerable is a, is a horrible place to want to visit but it's the only way that you're going to get the reward for uh, finding somebody who is willing to be there for you you got to find out definitely yeah, yeah. I got to make that move alright when are you going to see him next um probably tonight I might surprise him with coffee at his work or okay, I might nice. just see him on Saturday yeah right. well call us and let us know how it all oh, goes I down, will. Okay? I will. All right. Thanks, Sabrina. <laughs> Thank you. Also, okay. you make sure that you got a solid relationship because there's nothing guys hate more when their booty call shows up at work. So you have to make sure that like, you guys are solid, okay? <laughs> okay. okay. Like, sure. Hello there, stranger I've never met before. How are you? <laughs> Take care and good luck, okay? Thank you. All right. Bye. Love. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. 
Oh, this is going to start a fight. What? Question. For you, Mocha, and for everybody else. What is the best leftover? Oh. Without a doubt? Yeah. Pizza or pasta? Pizza or pasta for you? Is the best. Okay, let me. Okay, so hold on. So wait, wait. So, and then we'll get to the worst in a second because then Maury also went out on the street to talk to all you guys to find out how you felt. You want me to? Do you want me to go through this list real yeah. quick? Oh, so it's an official list. It's an official list. They okay. did. They, they did the top seven. Uh, Chinese food at number seven. Ooh, Ooh yeah, Chinese yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. All right. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. Now I'm going to hold off on number six because I highly disagree with this. Okay. So I'm going to skip to number five. Okay. Pasta, preferably okay. spaghetti with meatballs. Oh, I, or or like sausage yeah. or something. Agreed. Right. Agreed. Okay. Uh, number four, mac and cheese. Agreed. Number three, cold fried chicken. Okay, yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay. Okay, I agree. All right. Number two on the list is pizza. Okay. Not number one. So number one is, well, hold on. What are we missing? It can't be hamburgers. No. We already said chicken. It will all make sense to you in a second. Number one. Yeah, it'll all make sense in a a second. Is it a sandwich? Nope. Well, it could be. It could be a sandwich. It could be if you wanted it to be. Don't say turkey. It's not turkey. Is Thanksgiving it? leftovers. No, is it? Yeah. I would tend yeah. to disagree. Really? Yeah. What? No, I like day of only. Okay. Now, I don't mind it, but I wouldn't put that at number one. Let me skip to number six here. Let me go back to number six oh, and right, revisit yeah. this okay. because we skipped over because I highly disagree with this as far as the best leftover food. Okay. Fries. No, absolutely not. Fries reheat voted so poorly for French fries as being the best, the uh, best day after food. Fries are above Chinese food. No, I would highly pick Chinese food over fries. Thank you. Fries they get soggy. You, yeah. that, that's like an in the moment uh, meal. I highly agree. Right? Cold fried chicken, though, huh? Mm. Mm. Uh, damn it, Mori was talking to you guys last night. Oh wait, can I say what my worst is? Oh yes, please do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Fish, anything fish. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I would agree right? with you on that. That's I, the same day of. Yeah. In the moment, food. Fish. Right? Yeah. And like reheating fish. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Roz. We are not live downtown. Get more to add to that list. Of course, I would add you to the best list of leftover foods. Hi, what's your name? Raz. Okay, what is the best? What is the worst? Damn. You're opening up that Tupperware. What are we finding? Best is a beautiful leftover piece of lasagna or pasta, something oh, carb related. Oh, oh, uh, don't you have to warm it up, just start digging into it. Oh, and wow. the worst, uh, as a guy who loves chicken, leftover chicken is always a no no. Oh, really? Garbage really? the next day for yeah. sure. What is the best, what is the worst leftover food? Okay, the best leftover food is curry. Anything with rice, oh, it reheats yeah. well. The oh. best is definitely pizza for sure. Nothing better than a cold pizza in your fridge. You just open the box, take the slice out, don't have to dirty any dishes. The worst, McDonald's fries definitely are pancakes. Because pancakes never go bad. If I found one in my closet after a pancake dinner at my house one time, <laughs> still the same. Eight months later. <laughs> so would that be a bad thing or a good thing? It's bad. It means yeah. a lot of preservatives in there. Yeah. <laughs> best is garlic bread. It's good, cold or hot. Right out of the fridge. Okay, what are you adding to the list? I would say the best would be anything like Chinese food, like noodles. Mm. Oh, that's the best. And like in the morning, I'll eat that all the time. Uh. Worst is like anything like like a taco or like anything Mexican is not good. If it's like, if there's like lettuce on it, then you can't eat it the next day. 
Anything like cold related, like tomatoes on it? No, can't eat it the next day. I could definitely eat a burrito any time of day, no matter how it <laughs> is. Like, you know, I'll probably just put it in the microwave and heat it up a little bit more from what it was yesterday, but <laughs> it's still a burrito and I'm still going to eat it for sure. I'm not going to let that go to waste. Absolutely yeah, chilly. Chili tastes way better the day after uh, it's been in the fridge. Uh, I would girl. say that. And for the worst, is anything mushy like sweet potatoes that have already been buttered that's put back in the fridge? What are you adding to the list? Okay, my favorite all-time leftover food is definitely Thanksgiving dinner or Christmas dinner. And then the worst would definitely be soup because it turns into a gelatin. The worst is creamy anything. Like any cream sauce, fettuccine, pasta. I mean, as soon as you heat it up, it's just like glue and... (laughs) (laughs) You know, wallpaper paste. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hey, I'm Chad. I'm the same age as Chad Kroger. Who knew? It's See what? Birth- it's his birthday today. Who? Chad Kroger. Kroger? Kroger? Oh, that's yeah. your guy. It's not my guy. I've met him once. I will say this. Chad Kroger's a very nice man. Yeah. He's really great. Um, not, a, not a big Nickelback fan, but I don't think it's a You're not? problem to admit that. Why not? I never have been. Because oh. they, were, they were like, they were a style of rock that was like when I was already set in my ways. I didn't yeah. like that. Because they came out at the tail of, remember Creed and all those bands? We're arms wide open. Remember that band? Yeah. makes me laugh. My eyes get so red. What the hell is that on Joey's head? How do you know all the words to this? This is where I grew up. I'll let you do it. I think the present owner fixed it up. This is your favorite song. I never knew ever when without. The second floor was hard to sneak it up. Right? When's the part where he says And Kim's the first girl I kissed You know (laughs) Wow You're deep into this song You know Come on man I don't Do you not think If I was a If I was a closeted Nickelback fan I would have slipped up Over the years Like something You would have There's no way I could like Keep this a secret For that long But no I'm not I like them I think they're great guys Um, But But Listen they, I don't know why people hated them though. Like they had a formula, yeah, right. Okay, and they had yeah. the formula that worked. It's just, but it's it's so I don't know. It's not hard enough for the people that like it hard, and it's I don't know. It's just I. It's very mainstream. It's like it's like Walmart. You know, it does very well. Makes a bajillion dollars. Yeah, but people are like that's Walmart. Not that there's anything wrong with Walmart, but you like know, last resort. No, it's just no? it's sort of for the every. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, and I don't know why people feel that way about Walmart. I love Walmart, but yeah, they slash prices all the time. They sure do, and also it's a uh, who's Jimmy Choo, Maury? Who's that guy? Shoes? Jimmy Choo. Man, if my name was Jimmy Choo and I designed shoes, I would just change my name to Jimmy Shoe. No, because then it's too cliche. Cliche. Like Nick Cliche? <laughs> like Nick Cliche? <laughs> was it his birthday the other day? How has nobody ever put those two things together before? <laughs> you, you're welcome, world. <laughs> and what's the brother's name? Isn't there, isn't there another Cliche? Dick Cliche? No, not Dick Cliche. <laughs> Nick. Isn't there a brother? Yeah. Oh, dude, you just missed your favorite part. What's that? The Kim's the first girl I kissed. Oh, what? yeah. God, I remember that, Kim. Here. She was a peach. Kim's the first girl I kissed. <laughs> wow. Awesome wow. That I nearly missed. Wow. She had a couple of kids since then. 
I haven't seen it since God knows when. Wow. Your favorite part, bro. <laughs> All right. Well, happy birthday to Chad Kroger and Jimmy Shu. Also, Nick Cliche. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. I watched Canada's Smartest Person Junior last night. What? You know Canada's Smartest Person CBC yeah. show? So they did Canada's Smartest Person Junior where it's like 10, 11, and 12-year-olds. Oh, my God. Man. I love it. God, it's so good. Why didn't you text me? I would watch that. Yeah, it was so good. It was awesome. Kids crying and stuff. It's heartbreaking. Crying? Yeah. Because they kids want to win, you know? And What kind of questions were they asking? you remember? Yeah, so they're broken down into categories of like maths, sciences, Physical sort of skill, music, and... Physical? Yeah, but physical is in, you have a spinning kind of top with pegs on it. Oh, and you have to balance, you have to, like you have to balance, you have to balance spoons, or you got to bounce a oh ball God. off a trampoline over your head behind you and into a into a basket, and you got to get three of those. Oh, easy. And then there's the, they give you words, and you have to figure out which letters are missing in the word and then they give you options but it's words that are very similar on how to on how to spell yeah uh, so it's really good but then kids cry right Aww. you know and Catherine gets all busted up because kids are crying and i'm like no but this is good for them because to get to this level to get on the tv show these kids have to be insanely smart oh yeah and this is not going to break a kid to where he no longer wants to learn where he loses his will and his desire if to anything, learn it'll Th- encourage those kids this kid is going to go home after this wipe his tears off and work his ass off yeah like that's that's the motivation here yeah. and he wasn't good enough you know the kid who won wasn't good enough and that's fine somebody but was you know better Friggin' life, man. That is life. Somebody's. Some people are better at things than other people. Not everybody's equal. Yeah. And if you're not first, you're last. No. Hey, Roxy, you want to come? Um, Roxy, Maury. <laughs> I got Ro- I got Roxy's spelling list. No, because I was about to say her name. I wasn't confusing you with my kid. You dingbat. <laughs> God, I felt that cough on my neck I when know. you walked by this so now. Weird. I felt it on my face, and he was about nine <laughs> feet away from me. <laughs> that was so weird. Right. Also, if anybody takes that out of context, when, when I said I felt it on my face and he was about nine feet away from me, I was talking about his cough. Uh, I'm, going through, I'm, going, I'm going through Roxy's spelling list. Yeah. So this is grade three. To me, these seem very difficult for grade three Oh my words. gosh, do I need a pen? No, you don't get to use a pen. It's a spelling bee. Uh, Maury, uh, chivalry. Wait, hang on. Yeah. Do you, do you have your buzzer and the ding? <laughs> oh, yeah. Make sure you get the ding, Mocha. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Make sure you get the ding. Okay, let's hear the... Uh, whenever you get it set up, let's... <laughs> yeah, no problem. The machine's not working. I have to restart it. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Uh, Maury. Yes. Do you know what chivalry is? Do I know what it is when yeah. you cold and you like... Boo. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay, so <laughs> silly question. Not, okay, <laughs> not chivalry, chivalry, chivalry. Yeah, then I guess no. Okay, good, <laughs> good to know. Good to know. Can you spell it? C H I V I L R A R Y. You know. Hold Are you just on. Running off letters like <laughs> just random alphabet letters. <laughs> okay, Maury. Uh, chivalry. Maury, Maury, try chivalry again. C H chill I L L chill C H I L C H E A chivalry. <laughs> Sometimes the letters are silent. Okay, yeah, C-H- like all of them. H I chiv V. I. Are you sure you want me to get the ding set up? <laughs> <laughs> let me know. Let word. me know when you want to move on. You get two passes. 
moving on. Okay. <laughs> Chivalry, by the way, Maury. C-H-I-V-A-L-R-Y. Yep. Okay. Uh, Maury, spell intelligent. I-N-T-E-L-L-I-N-T. <laughs> no? Intellent? <laughs> Intellent. Okay, Maury. I N in T E L E E I N T tell oh like oh intel I N T E L L I G N T intelligent. Wow, yes, correct, Maury. Ding. Okay, that's a great three word, by the way. Maury, we're not so proud. Uh, Maury, your final word, uh, pronouncements. Maury, your final word is pronouncements. Oh, like I'm pronouncing this. No, pronouncement. Not pronouncing, pronouncement. P R O U P R Pro P R O N pronounce O. Nounce N S M E N T. Jeez, really went bad there for a second. <laughs> yeah, like really bad. <laughs> one more, one more guess. One more. P R O mm. Pro N O N. No. P R O N O U N C E M E N T. Pronouncement. That's a lot. <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix? Roz and Mocha got you. Hi, Ash. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good. How old are you? I am turning 25 in a couple weeks, actually. Okay. So your letter, we were just sort of going through here. I need something that needs clarification. So uh, you read, hey, it's uh, Roz and Mocha. It's Ash. I really need your relationship advice. My BF and I have been dating for four years and have been trying really hard to make things work. And he's been pretty up and down, especially because we are LD. I looked up what LD went, and there's three options, which is either learning disabled, long distance, or low density. Long distance. Long distance. Okay. So not low density. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so uh, you need to know whether to walk away from something that is long-term, right? Yes. Okay, so when you say long distance, where do you live? Where does he live? So I live in Mississauga, and I actually live like pretty much on my own. Like I have a roommate, but not like somebody I knew before. Yeah. Um, so I've kind of moved to the city here just because I got a job here. So mm-hmm. he lives in Bowmanville, if you've ever heard of that. Okay, so how, 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 long of a, how long of a drive is that? It's an hour, but on the 401, if I yeah. go like in rush hour, it's like two and a half hours. Uh, okay. And so, how often uh, are you seeing each other every week? Um, I try and go over every other weekend. Before we get to the questions and trying to help you out, what are sure. some of the reasons that brought you to this point, whether you need to know whether it's time to walk away from long term? Um, well, we actually like, almost broke up like three weeks ago. We were having like a serious conversation about like if we should continue dating. Mm-hmm. and um, just like talking to my one friend who she kind of she definitely does not like him like she thinks that I should I should have left like a long time ago mm-hmm. and also just like turning 25 as well I'm like kind of having like a midlife crisis of like is this the right thing or like I don't want to like spend so much more time mm-hmm. trying if like it's not going to work out type thing okay so a couple questions here just to find out what sort of ground you have that you can work on 
Is he verbally or physically abusive? No. Are there trust issues that cannot be fixed? Um, definitely trust issues. That cannot be not fixed? Not sure if they can be fixed or not. So let's put that in the category of can't be fixed. Wait, trust issues on your part or trust issues on his part? Like me having a hard time trusting yes. him again. Uh, again? Okay, so yeah. he's cheated on you before. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say cheating, um, but just done some really sketchy things like tell me he was at home and he was with his ex and that type of thing. Okay. So. Okay. okay. And do you have a hard time telling him the truth? I don't. Does he have a hard time telling you the truth? I would say yes because he tells me like half truths. Like he'll tell me something but he won't tell me the whole story right you you love him right yes do you see yourself with him forever there because those can be those don't have to be mutually uh, they don't have to go together all the time yeah for me it's kind of up and down because like if we're, we're having like a really good like you know a couple weeks or month or whatever mm-hmm. i can definitely see myself with him for a long time but then we'll have like one fight and it's kind of just like why am i still going through this right does okay. he ever bring up your future together yeah definitely like he like makes like plans and stuff like we were talking about like we did like this charity run over the summer and he's like oh we, we should sign up for next year like he's, oh, he's thinking like long no, term no 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 I, I'm, th- I'm talking like does he talk about you, the future in the two of you uh, moving in together or spending more time with each other or potentially uh, well, well, like, if, <laughs> if, if marriage is something that's important to both mm-hmm. of you does he ever bring that up yeah he does like um I, I know, like, I kind of bring it up a little more. I, I don't know if I mentioned this, but he's two years younger than me. Uh-huh. So that might play into it. But, like, I'm definitely, like, looking forward to the future. And I kind of told him, like, I need somebody who's going to also be looking to the future. So, like, he has um, an opportunity to have, like, a co-op in a few months. So he's started to see if he can find something in my area. Yeah. So, like, I know he's kind of serious about it. It's interesting. Relationships are funny because when people are in a relationship that goes on for, you know, four, five, six years, whatever it is, and then it kind of starts to go bad, the mentality is, well, I can't get out now because I've invested so much time in it, Mm. right? That's the mentality. And you hear that over and over again. But nowhere else in life would you invest in anything and then the minute it starts to go bad, you say to yourself, well, I can't get out now. Mm-hmm. Okay. The normal reaction is when you're invested in something and it starts to go bad where you don't see a real solid future in it, you get out. That's what you do. Okay. Now the, yeah. the thing with good days and bad days is I was, I was in a relationship where we had the quote unquote good days and bad days. Mm. Mm-hmm. And uh, the good days become like heroin where you are willing to go through hell uh, during the bad days just to get one of those good days again. Yeah, that's true. Right. And because those good days feel so good. But then those good days become fewer and far between. And mm-hmm. what you realize is that your good days even change because when you get to the end of a day. And you say, man, you know what? We didn't fight today. That was a real good day. That's actually not a good day, okay? Not having a bad day does not equal a good day. When, mm-hmm. when, you're, just trying to, when you're just trying to fend off the bad days, those aren't actually good days. You're just managing bad days at that point. That's really true. Right? And I think above all, I mean, we can ask you a million questions, but I, the only like, question that really matters is what does your gut tell you? I honestly have no idea. Like, I can't if sort you out don't what know, I'm feeling. If you don't know, your gut is telling you to go. Is it? Yeah. If your gut was telling you to stay, you would say, my gut's telling me to stay. If you don't know what your gut's telling you, it's because you're not listening to it. So you that's, would be upset. 
I think you'd be upset if the relationship ended. Do you think he would be upset? Yeah, absolutely. Because, like, I, I know we have, like, a really good connection. Like, we have the same interests. Like, we can be so weird and fun and everything together. Mm-hmm. And, like, we're both kind of each other's best friends. Like, we don't have, like, a lot of close friends, like, each of us. Mm-hmm. So, like, we kind of, like, lean on each other a lot and stuff. And I know it would be so hard for, for both of us, like, if things didn't work out. So what don't you like, like about it, then? Sounds great. It's just... <laughs> It's just like on like on the bad days, like it'll just like we don't fight well, so like we'll kind of hurt each other when we're fighting. Yeah, and yeah, oh, that's, that not, that's, not just, like, that's not good. Yeah. It's not. It's not. Yeah, I do that too. I'm a vicious fighter. <laughs> I really. And am. like we we try to like establish like ground rules of like okay when we're fighting like we're not going to swear we're not uh, going to like see yeah. call you names. Can't, no, you can't no. do that though. You can't you can't establish yeah. uh, ground rules for when you're going to fight like that. That <laughs> to me that doesn't seem healthy at all. Yeah. Yeah. Ash, listen, listen to your gut, honey. Okay. Okay. We're not going to tell you to dump a guy, but you, you got to listen to, you got to listen to your gut. You got to trust yeah. yourself. You're, you're smart and strong and you can figure this out. All right, Ash. Thank you. All right. Thanks, love. thanks guys. Okay. Bye-bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life, only on KISS. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. What's up? Hey, I am so sad to hear Roz implying that she should let it go. No, 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 no. Roz never said to her no, to no, let no, the I'm relationship thinking, it, go. No, no, what I got from was an implication. He never said it explicitly, but it felt more like it was leaning towards that she should consider letting him no. go. That's what I got. She is leaning towards walking away from the relationship. All Roz did was ask what she felt in her gut. And if she, or if you heard it, her, yes, response, I did. her response was not, my gut is I, telling me that we should stay together. I'm thinking at the moment she's having a rough patch and that's what she's feeling. Because I was in the same shoes 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Same shoes. And honestly, if I, if I had broken up with my then like boyfriend, which is my husband now, mm-hmm. it would have been the biggest mistake of my life. Sure. And... And I would what have kind and of I relationship would, doesn't have ups and downs. Yeah, that but, would be a pretty no, big relationship. No, 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 of course. But I would have I would probably have a different different advice for somebody who was in a, you know, a marriage. You know, I would have a different advice if somebody had a kid. I would have a different advice if somebody lived together. I would have different advice, but you know, these are people who are dealing with a, a, a long distance relationship. They haven't been together all that long. They're both very young, and she's having serious doubts. But you get stuck in this moment of, but I've invested four years, which is the wrong way to look at it. It's the wrong way to look at it. You got your life. You got a plan for your future. Yes. I'm just thinking that she's probably giving up too soon. If, if, I, told well, you, if I told you right now, if I told you right now, do you want to be, be with your husband? What would you say? Well, obviously, because I'm married. I obviously, understand where yes. you're coming from. Yeah. Yes. So when, when we said, what did your gut tell you? And she goes, I don't know. If you're if you know that this person is the one for you and you want to do everything you can in your power because you can't imagine life without them when you, somebody asks you what does your gut say you say my gut says I got to work this out. Yes. You don't say I don't know. I'm wondering if she's just having a really rough patch recently. I mean Bowmanville is not very far and I really hope that it'll work out for them because yeah. it's not very far if you really think about it. Oh. I don't know the the the, the kind of red flag uh, for me, during that conversation, is when she said that they fight, and when they fight, they have to establish ground rules. Yeah, yeah. Which, no, but which, which, it's not you know, good. That's not, not a good. good situation to be in no. if you're fighting so much that you have to establish ground rules. That's like yeah, that's so, not a healthy. So relationship. people don't get hurt. No, I'm thinking ground rules. I don't know what she meant by ground rules, but I mean, for my husband and I, when we were together as couples, 
the, our rules are simply like, I realized that my husband's not good about talking, talking it through right away. He needed some time to collect his thoughts. Mm-hmm. And whereas I was the one, okay, we need to sort it out. We need to talk now. And all this pressuring obviously made our arguments worse. Right. So, I mean, for her, if her grandma was, if one of them wanted to wait some time and then she insisted on talking about it and it blows up in their face, I don't know. Oh, because in that conversation, we don't know about that, but just what she yeah. said to us about the ground rules is like no name calling, no bringing certain things oh. up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that yeah, means you've yeah, been yeah, fighting yeah. for a long time. You, It's not the first time you've had arguments like that. It was in, a little sad to hear. You know, like, yeah, in that, in that little conversation that we had with her, it just doesn't sound like a healthy relationship for both of them. Yeah, oh, I feel bad for them. But uh, hopefully it works out, and thank you for taking my call. Of yeah, course. Good. Thanks for listening. Take care. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Happy birthday, Prince Charles. Yeah, Prince Charles, 70 years old today. Wow. You know, I thought he was older. Did you? Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. I thought he's, he was older. Well, imagine how he feels, waiting his entire life to just for his mom to die. I know. Right? Next be, in line. Yeah, next in line. Like, that's it. Like, we've waited 70 years. For this to uh, for this to happen, and he still has, doesn't have the job yet. Nah. Uh, a lot of weird stuff with Prince Charles. It came out last week. Remember they said that he had just discovered what Saran wrap was, <laughs> like like super rich guy problems. Yeah, somebody irons his uh, shoelaces every morning for him. They put the toothpaste on his life. toothbrush for him. What a life! <laughs> what a life to be seventy and still have people take care of you like that. Uh, you want to call the Queen and ask her how she feels about Charles's birthday? Um, yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Hello, uh, Your Majesty. How are you this morning? Okay, so I guess it's a huge, uh, huge event out there. Charles turning 70. What do you guys have planned for his big day? He's so old, he still got it, but doesn't know what it is. <laughs> Hold on. You're doing old jokes? Aren't you like 100? <laughs> he is so old, he has sex on the first date because there might not be a second wow. ever. Wow. Damn. Jeez. Super weird to be talking about your son like that. That's very awkward. <laughs> hey, very uh, awkward. Queen Mom, will uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle be a part of the birthday festivities today? He is so old. Getting any means sleep. What is it with you and all these sex jokes about your son? It's super weird. <laughs> Listen, Queen, like uh, we love calling you and stuff like that, but... I don't know how I feel about that. I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> like most things about the royal family make me very uncomfortable. Yeah. But listening to the queen make sex jokes about Charles on his birthday and he's <laughs> 70 <laughs> makes me extremely. Wait, can we talk about cake real quick? Everybody yeah. loves birthday cake. Is there a particular flavor that you're going to be getting for Prince Charles's 70th birthday? He's so old when he farts, dust comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Also a sex joke, by the way. <laughs> uh, Your Majesty, I, I'm sure it is a big deal. Are there going to be any celebrities there? Because I know that re, you know recently we just had the royal wedding, and celebrity culture is such a part of of London. What? Who's on the guest list? Who's going to be coming to Charles' big seventieth party? He's so old. Oh. Jurassic Park brought back memories. <laughs> also, again, Prince Charles seventy. Queen Mum, you were like a thousand years old. (laughs) Did you buy him anything for his birthday? Yeah, what do you get somebody who's turning 70? He is so old, his birth certificate 
has an expiry date on it. Wow. And it's expired. Oh, jeez. And yours isn't? <laughs> hey, um, how do you feel, you know, having just somebody in your life who you're that close to as, as Prince Charles, who their really only purpose in life is to just, I don't want to, I don't want to be crass, but wait for you to die so they can be king? How do you feel about that? You know, he is so oh. old. <laughs> The only thing that gets hard is his arteries. Oh, jeez. Okay. I th- you know, we love talking to the queen and everything, but yeah. I think it's at this point we have to end the conversation. Yeah, just making it weird? Yeah. yeah. Like a little too weird. Yeah. Uh, you He's might- so oh. old. Getting a little action means he doesn't have to take any fiber today. <laughs> okay. Thank you, queen mom. Happy birthday, Prince Charles. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I like the I like the beginning days of winter. Yeah, I'm me good too. With it. I'm good with it. Before I get sick of it. Well, that's because the snow is white, not like all mushy and brown and what? black. <laughs> like it's yeah. fresh. It's not used snow. Yeah, ugly. Winter gets ugly. Winter does get really yeah. ugly. I, yeah. I, I I do love that first day of snow. I, it's beautiful. Like it's how can like you a not? That's why people paint pictures of it. Sure, beautiful. Yeah, because nobody takes pictures of the. 4.30 in the no. afternoon, traffic driving no. through and over Slush. slushy a, snow where it's either brown or like dark yeah. black. No, with a fresh dog turd on the side of your driveway, right? Like nobody, that's, that's, that's that disgusting. Ain't fun, bro. That it's ain't not fun, fun right now. You can't now. do snow angels in that. No, it's not, it's not fun. No, but I, I don't mind it. I actually when really- When was the last time I you actually really did a snow like angel? It. I just you know, do snow I, angels You do it when you have a kid, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, so before I had a kid, it had been, I don't know. 20 years, 25 years since I'd done a snow angel. I did yeah. one last year, but my shirt buckles up when I do a snow angel. It buckles. And it, like it pulls up and then I just me like doing a snow angel with a belly like hanging it's out. almost Because the, the, the motion of a, a snow angel is like a jumping jack. Yeah, so look, yeah. you're pushing your shirt up on its yeah, own. But, look, but you, know? you don't wear, don't date this the wrong way. Uh, you will try hard. Wow, it's, it is impossible to not take something the wrong way when somebody says, don't take this the wrong <laughs> no. way. It's like when somebody says, can I be honest? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> right? Can I be honest? It's too Don't late. take this the wrong way. Oh, you're right. using both. But. Also, no offense. Oh, no, the third. That was, yeah, so let me start again. Can I be honest? <laughs> Don't take this the wrong way. And yeah. no offense. Oh, no. But. Oh, and the butt. <laughs> but. The oh, shirts no. that you wear, you don't wear shirts that are suited for your body. Well, they don't make shoot shirts that are suited no, they for my do, body. But you yeah. choose to wear super tight, small, or extra small shirts. Yeah. Okay. Can I be honest? Instead of yeah. medium. <laughs> now or you want to be honest. What I would <laughs> hold on. I would actually suggest maybe large. Yeah. Mori, See, right? Mori would also like an opportunity to be honest. Okay. Okay. Can I be honest with you, buddy? Of course. I don't like the. Um, I wish that here's what I wish that somebody would invent. Okay. okay. A large that has a small tag. Okay. So that you're playing tricks with your mind. You're like, oh, this is a small. Or just be comfortable with who you are and no, wear a large no, shirt. No, I don't want to. I want to yeah. have a medium shirt with a small tag. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's medium. It's medium. Yeah. I want to go into a store and say, I would like a small wink. And they know to go get me the medium. Right. That, you need extra medium. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's what you need. It exists. It's called yeah. large, right. guys. <laughs> no. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
Oh, hello there. We finally get to talk. We finally get to talk. What's your name? My name is Brenda. Brenda, is everything okay? Uh, it's getting a lot better, and you guys make my morning every day. I clean houses and just went through a breakup. And uh, Brenda yeah. texted us this morning, Roz, and said that uh, she listens to the show every day, mm-hmm. as she just stated, and um, she's been feeling a little down lately. So I wanted to make sure that we called her and make sure everything was okay. Why are you feeling so down, huh? Well, I was just in almost a three and a half year relationship. Um, And he decided to choose his vodka over 10 year old daughter and myself. And of course, his and of course, his dog, you know, that he took from us, but the dog's back, and I'm so happy he gave us the dog, and mm. he can go live his alcoholic life, I what, guess. What's your, view of, uh, what's your view of somebody who drinks? I know it pisses you off, and I know that you look at somebody like, you know, why are you being such a bloody loser? Um, yeah. But do you, do you look at him, or do you think you'll ever be able to look at him as somebody who might need your help? I, you know, I tried. I've, like, I've tried to get, get him the help. Mm. Um, and he said he wanted to change. He wanted to, like, he did try it for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And then my daughter noticed, she goes, Mommy, I don't think he's doing what he's supposed to do. And mm-hmm. I said, you know what, honey, you are right. So I it's just, you know, yeah. he was living with us. And I said, you, you know, I can't, I can't do just this anymore. Sort of going cold turkey for a couple of weeks isn't getting help. That's, that's not the right way to, that's not the right way did to do it. Did he ever have conversations with you about wanting to get help, like, on his own without you having to bring it up with him? No, I no. think, and that's the problem. If he doesn't want to help himself, I don't think anybody can help him. No, you're right. Um, I mean, even the doctor, we had him at the doctor's because um, he had this episode of the stomach was killing him and whatnot, but the doctor did all these tests and he says, uh, you know, your liver's not liking you right now and it looks like you got a great family going here. Uh, you know, you should really smarten up. How much is he drinking? Oh gosh, he drinks straight vodka. But how much? If you let him, he would drink a 40 a day. A 40 a day. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing was, he he was a somewhat functioning alcoholic, if you can, I don't know, like he went to work, he's a hard worker, he's a very smart man, and just, I know he had a breakup from before, and it was due to that, but he kind of turned around, and then just something... I don't know. Have you ever? Has he, did he ever tell you why he drank? No, that no. I can't get out of him. Yeah, mm. that's that's probably something that he's going to have to deal with. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, oftentimes people drink for a reason. Yes. And yeah. uh, and, and I thought, I mean, he had it great. And, I mean, and, I thought everything was going good. And the reason they drink, that reason, the, the the thing that gives them the you know why why they why they drink is most times because somebody's in pain. Right. Over over something. You don't want to abandon yeah. somebody, but you also have a kid, right? Yeah, exactly. So your, and your, your priority is always going to be the kid. And I don't have a cold heart. And I said, you know, he could come and see his dog. And yeah. he does love my daughter. So do I just forget about him and say, no, you know no, what? No, no, can't no, even... no, no, no. Because I, I, mean, I know he loves me. I He's mm-hmm. told his mom. He's told my friends. He said so many nice things. But yet. Is your is your kid his kid or no? No. No, oh, he's not. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So he's, no. the, he's the stepdad. Yes. And, right. he have, and he always said he never wanted children. He was never going to get married. And I said, that's fine. I'm yeah. never getting married again. Yeah. And you know what I mean? And then he just grew to love my daughter. And he's like, I can't believe I'm actually doing stuff like as a family with a child. Your number one job is to protect your kid. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. And keep your, and, and keep your kid safe. And, keep and she's strong. She is my <laughs> go-getter, I'm telling you, if it wasn't yeah. for her. And used to in the morning. I don't know what I would do. <laughs> oh, that means so much. Thank you. Well, thank yeah, you, for your you guys text. make me laugh. That's uh, me with Janet Maury. Well, thank you for your text. 
Thank you so much. It was great and I hope talking you guys to call you today. Me my name tomorrow morning. <laughs> oh, for Razamoga's Hot is it? Well, keep you texting. You got girl. it. I've been trying. <laughs> Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Okay, Thank you for calling. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, what's the date today? November 15th. Oh, this is good. Uh, 16 years ago, in 2002, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets was released. What? 16 years ago, in 2002, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets was released. Uh, and there's no better reason to open up the Johnny Depp School of Acting than to perform a classic, which is Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets for the people. Uh, the Johnny Depp School of Acting, by the way, the, the story with Johnny Depp is, um, is just too eccentric and too busy and too famous. And according to his financial records, too drunk. Uh, to uh, learn his lines. So what the system he has on set apparently is that Johnny Depp does not memorize his lines, but he wears a tiny earpiece in his ear and then he has somebody offset who reads him, feeds him his lines through his earpiece and that that's how he performs in a scene, which as we've discovered is very difficult to do. Oh my God, yeah. So we're, we'll do a scene now like that from Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Uh, Mocha, you get to play Harry. What? Yeah. Uh, Maury. You're a wizard, Harry. You will be Dobby. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. You look like him. <laughs> so, Maury, you're Dobby. Dress like him, too. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know why that's funny, but it's funny. <laughs> uh, Maury, you are uh, Dobby. Mocha, you are Harry. Okay, so uh, Johnny Depp School of Acting, Maury and Mocha, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, scene one, and action. Why do you wear that thing, Dobby? This is this, sir, is a house of success. Dobby can only be freed by his Mastercard. The clothes, the family, the clothes, the past, Dobby, the socks, the, the reveal, the, the house, the forever terrible things are about to happen. The Hogwarts, Harry Potter must not fear. They must not repeat me. <laughs> you think Dobby can only be freed by his Mastercard? <laughs> Uh, one more time, please, gentlemen. Can we please try and be professional? Yeah, okay. Check Navi's credit score. Okay. <laughs> Harry Potter, Chamber of Secrets, John Depp, School of Action, Mori Mocha, scene uh, one, take three, and action. Why do you wear that thing, Dobby? This, sir, is the socks. It's the sock of slaves. It can only be free from MasterCard and clothes. Be careful not to pass farts. The socks <laughs> <laughs> Terrible things are about to happen in farts. About to stay down. It's repeat itself. <laughs> repeat itself? You mean this has happened before? Tell me, Dobby. When did this happen before? Who's doing it now? Dobby cannot be sued. He can only be seen. <laughs> 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 With that noise, you just turned into Voldemort. <laughs> Dobby cannot be sued. He can only be seen. Uh, also, who farted? Yeah. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Just going through this story here where they say that falling in love is good for your anxiety, blood what? pressure, and so much more. Yeah. Yep. So researchers have found that when you fall in love, it's a result of 12 different parts of your brain working all together. And with that much of your brain involved, 
that's going to re- be releasing a lot of good stuff, chemicals, which leads to these results. Less anxiety, lower blood pressure, a better immune system and ability to fight off infections, a higher pain threshold, and milder allergic reactions. But let me ask you a question. Yeah. Because my opinion on this changed over the years. What's better, being in love yeah. or falling in love? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say being in love. I like the... I like the experience of falling in love, but I love the feeling of being in love because once you're in that state, you're always going to be in that state as long as you have a healthy and honest relationship. Because I used to think that the falling in love was the best part because it's so so full of uh, like adrenaline and excitement. excitement it's brand new. But I think wildness. The, but the more the older I get, and the longer that I've sort of been with Catherine, mm-hmm. the less favorably I feel about the idea of falling in love. Simply because I don't, I couldn't imagine myself going through that again. Yeah, so being in, order, in love in is the best. Being in love now is the best. Years ago, I would have said falling in love. I would have said falling in love is far greater of a thrill and a wild ride and a wonderful experience than being in love. Yeah. But now, now I lean towards being in love is the is the better feeling than falling in it love. It has to be. Yeah, yeah, Maury. Um, I do enjoy being in love, but but the falling in love, I miss that a little bit. I, you I'm, see other yeah. people going through that, yeah. and all the tinklings and stuff, and it's just like, oh man, I'm so jealous of what you're going through right Did now. Did you mean to say tinklings, not tinklings? You know that feeling where it's like all over your body. Right. Tingling? Tingling. Tingling. Tingling's peeing. Oh, no. <laughs> Tingling. I don't Tingling. want to know what <laughs> you know. What when you, you kind of you feel know, you, when you see you two getting. people with all the tinkling. But do you know that, that yeah. feeling when you're sitting across oh, from each other yeah. looking in your eyes and you giggle before you kiss? Yeah. Like, you, what, like when you were 12? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're a 40-year-old man, dog. Yeah. No, I, and I'm with you on this a little bit more. I'm, I'm with you. Like, I, you know, I'm fortunate that I... I feel that I have a great relationship. Plus, when you're falling and, and in love, you can change your past. What, like lie? Build a foundation of lies is what you're saying. You st- a clean slate. Right, okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so the aspect of reinvention is always there. You no longer have the option of reinvention. God, you say everything so much better than I do. No, but you don't now. Now that you're in love, your past is your past. you got to carry that with you. I know, but you have to remember it, yeah. Well, no, you don't have to remember your past more. You have to keep track of your lies. You That's can say true. it one way or the other way. Yes, just remember which way. Right. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Somebody texted us, Roz, about episode 53 of the Roz and Mocha Podcast. Okay. Which, by the way, if you have not yet listened to, you can do so through Apple Podcasts or Google Play. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, too. Hello? Hi, it's Ron Zamoka. Oh my god, are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> Do you regret texting us now? I mean, no. <laughs> What's your name, first Holy of all? Holy crap. Becca. Yeah. Okay, how old are you, Becca? I just turned 26. Oh, Perfect. congratulations and happy birthday. So, Roz, Thanks. this is what uh, Becca wrote about episode 53 of the podcast. Okay. You guys are asking <laughs> about breaking up in the digital age, and guys, it is awful. Mm-hmm. I am now engaged, thank God. Uh, never have to go through that crap again, but I used to wait about a week to see if that relationship is going to work out. But then... If it had no good signs, 
you need to purge, delete the pictures, block them on everything. Yeah. So did you have to do that, Becca? Uh, many, many times. Yeah. Oh, wow. wow. Now, yeah. did you find, did you go through and delete everything before they did or did they do it before you? Um, it depends. There are times where like they would delete first and then that would be like a major sign and be like, okay, bye. Next. <laughs> right. Um, because to Roz's yeah. point, what Roz always says is once you do, once you go through a breakup, you got to have that clean break where you like unfollow them on Instagram and Twitter and like unfriend them on Facebook. Just like get rid of them completely from your life. And it has to be full yeah. closure too. Like you can't give, this is why we always say, always, 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 the one job you have in a relationship is to just tell the truth. Because if yeah. you do it right, when it comes to a breakup, you have to be fully transparent and fully honest and you have to leave that person without a way back in. You know Absolutely. What I mean? You know what I mean? And so if you just sort of dance around the idea of why you feel that you need to break up and what the actual reasons are and you, you come up with something like it's not you, it's me, or I need time, or I'm not ready for this, or my favorite one that uh, millennials use now is maybe, Bill, I'm not ca- maybe I'm not capable of loving. Oh, um, gosh, yeah. yeah. Okay, please, give me a break. <laughs> Please. Hold on, Becca. Have you heard that one before? Um, not yeah. exactly, but like, yeah, it's it's pretty much the same answer that you get nowadays. Yeah. So yeah, you have to give. You can't give somebody a way back in if you truly want to end things, and and that involves yeah. being so superbly honest while you're walking yeah. out that door. And then, yeah, clean yeah. break. You gotta you know delete everything, can get I, them out of can your I tell life. You why you shouldn't delete everything? Mm-hmm. Yeah, more. And here's why: because you want to make sure that the person whom they're with next, because yeah. you know they're gonna look for you. They're going to want to see what who you were. You want to make sure that they can see posts on your social about the amazing times that you had together no. so that it'll haunt no. them forever. You are so gross. Wow. You're, that is so that is so passive aggressive. But I'm not even speaking from experience. I'm just saying what I would do. I don't know. That right. sounds like you're speaking from experience. No, yeah. I'm speaking from thought. Right. I'm speaking from I'm thought. Speaking. Like, what? I haven't done it. I've thought about it. Okay. Wow. No, but you have gone as far as keep your exes on Facebook and every now and then message them for example uh, when a birthday comes around you will say hey happy birthday or you will message any of their family members yeah all the time I just want to make sure I'm still in their life <laughs> see uh-huh. this is what we're saying this is the part of the unhealthy aspect of uh, dating in a digital age is, is that people are too accessible you are far too accessible as a person right now mm-hmm. exactly yeah, yeah you so, just cut it off and not be petty about it and just yeah. Yeah. And now you're engaged. That's right. Oh, nice. When are you guys getting married? Uh, next September. Nice. Well, congratulations. Right. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Roz and Mocha show, and thank you for your text. Oh, no problem. You guys are awesome. And right. between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh, gosh. I can't pick. You guys are too funny. I ah, just you got to pick. Day long. You got to pick. I just, can't. Just speak from thought. <laughs> and pick a favorite. <laughs> uh, I'll say Mocha. Even after I just laid up that great joke? <laughs> That sick burn. <laughs> you guys made me choose. You guys made me choose. Right. Thank you, Becca. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Later, love. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Let me get to this for you real quick. Okay. There's a woman who oftentimes when people break up, I see it. You see it a lot when social media started happening where even couples would get together and have a divorce party. Yeah which I always found odd couples would get together and have a divorce party. And other times 
you get together with friends and you destroy something that meant a lot to the relationship. Okay. And there's a woman who is in Texas and she got divorced and how she celebrated her divorce was blowing up her wedding dress. Oh God. Okay. But however, this isn't just throwing it on the, on the, on the lawn and dousing it in kerosene and lighting it up. She blew up her wedding dress with 20 pounds of explosives, stood 200 yards away, and shot it with a gun. <laughs> you could hear the explosion. What? You could hear the explosion 15 miles away, apparently. Now, I'll play you the clip of the countdown and then the explosion. What you're listening to is a group of people in a barn all standing in front of what I believe is three giant John Deere's. <laughs> As, Where you, does this as, happen again? as you would expect. Where do you think? I'll give you one guess. Texas? Yeah. <laughs> go, Kim, go! Three, two, one. Celebrating like it's uh, New Year's Day. Oh, they're waving their hats around and everything. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta get that again. Yeah, dude. Go, Kim, go. Three, two, one. <laughs> oh man! Uh, Where do you find twenty pounds of explosives? Uh, Texas. Oh, true. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Samantha, what's going on today? I just texted you guys because I have never actually Googled what you look like. Uh-huh. And in my You're head, welcome. I had... <laughs> in my head, I had you flipped. And so I'm just in shock right now because I thought Roz was Mocha and Mocha was Roz. So you thought Mocha was the tall, white guy... <laughs> And you thought Roz was the equally as tall brown <laughs> yeah, right. guy. Yeah, I did. Oh, really? How long have you been listening to the Roz and Mocha show, Samantha? For years. Yeah? For years. Wow. <laughs> have you never seen like our commercials or seen like the TTC ads that we have running? And I've seen the TTC ads, but again, in my head, oh. Roz was Mocha and Mocha was Roz, so I had no reason to think otherwise. So it was oh, interesting. just mind-blowing now, today when I Now that you know who's who... Yeah. Is, is it like ruining your listening experience? Like for today, probably. I think I'll get over it, but yeah. it, it is. Like, yeah. Wow. All right. You know why? Because you guys ask all the time, who's your favorite? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Roz is my favorite. But now I thought Roz was, I don't know. Now I don't know Hold what to Hold on a think. second here. Wait, so <laughs> like before knowing what we look like, you said Roz is your favorite, but based but on Roz, pause for one second, I was Roz was your favorite based on what you hear on the show or what you see on the commercial. What I hear in the show. Oh, so me, right? No, Roz. not that you're not my favorite anymore. I just thought you looked like Mocha, so now I, I'm. So Samantha, who is your favorite? Roz is still my favorite. I think you're still confused, even though I'm hot and white. I, I, <laughs> I might be. I might be still confused. Okay, I'm confused no, you right guys, now. You guys are both great. You're all great. Maury, too. Yeah. You understand who's who now, though, right? Yes. You can put a face to the name. I can put a face so to the Roz name. So, Roz right now, tall white guy. Right. Mocha, yeah. that's me, talking right now, equally yes. as tall brown guy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Freaking okay. me out. It's okay, really okay. okay. So, so Between Roz and Mocha, yeah. real life, now that you know the truth is out there, who's your favorite? Yeah. I mean... Looks like I gotta go with Mocha. I really what thought. The like- what the hell? You just said <laughs> two Why minutes ago. Confused, and it would have been you. You just said two seconds ago that it was me, Dingbat. It's you on the radio. 
I thought you looked like Mocha. But it's me and you know life. Oh, it's you and life. Oh, this <laughs> is the worst day ever. In your ugly face. <laughs> I'm this sorry, is, guys. This is the worst day ever. <laughs> ever. I don't know if I've ever had a worse morning than this. <laughs> no, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst day. This is the first time. This is the first time ever in my life somebody's looked at a picture of me with anyone else and then looked back at the picture of me and went, no, not him. <laughs> I, I've never known that feeling before. I've never known that feeling before. And now this feeling's going to oh, stick with you no. forever. Maury, help me relate. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> regrets walking in here now. <laughs> hey, Samantha, we love you tons. Thank you very much for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show. Thank you. See ya. All right. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Catherine was out working last night, so I wanted to stay up, and I hadn't seen her. And Because I hate that. Because like, if she has to work in the evening, if she's got a job, yeah, and i got to go to bed, I go like a full two and a half days sometimes without seeing her. Tough. Right? Like, yeah. it sucks. Like, it if sucks. I... So I got to stay, stay up late just to... So she can watch me fall asleep. Does <laughs> <laughs> right? kids good night? Yeah, that was pretty much it. Yeah. You know, I was... I was that was really it. Like I ordered some food too mm-hmm. late too. Like what time? It's too late. I think it arrived like, I don't know, nine forty, maybe. What? Yeah. I was busy. I was just working all night. You ordered food at nine. At I nine? Did, yeah. I ordered so food at nine. you didn't sit down nine. to eat until like nine forty five last yeah, night? Yeah. Alone too. <gasps> right. Cause Rox had gone to bed at that point. What? Wrong with that? Yeah. No, but still nine forty five. What'd you order though? Souvlaki and fries and gravy. Oh my oh. God. That's so heavy. Right. Dude. Your body's still digesting that food I right know. now. And then I was so lonely that I sat and I ate it with the cat. I was just like me and the cat shared the souvlaki. Like yeah. I'd have a bite of chicken and then he'd have a little bite of chicken and we'd have like talk to the stupid cat and stuff. And the cat's probably like, shut up. Yeah, it was a nice dinner. But uh, yeah, he didn't want to talk though. He just wanted no. chicken. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And then he and yeah. also didn't want you to be sitting there either. <laughs> no, no, he didn't. He was like, can you just go to bed and leave this? Yeah. Yeah. Cats are jerks, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, yeah, no, so I really wanted to see her. So I had to stay, I had to stay up a little bit bit later and yeah. uh and it was nice but you know i saw her, i saw Catherine for five minutes yesterday yeah and then you yeah. went to bed she looked good wait so she always does um <laughs> what <laughs> so you went to the game you ate at 9 45 at 9 45 what time did you finish eating though i'm just trying to figure out if oh you had like maybe time maybe 10 to digest your food before you went to bed no i'm still digesting it yeah so yeah eat more what eat more did you eat wake more. up this morning feeling like 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 a heavy belly? I, well, no, but you know this. I think that when you wake up at the time that we wake up, like when you wake up at four o'clock in the morning, you feel terrible every day. It doesn't matter what you did the yeah. night before. You just feel awful. Yeah. Like, but I was a little bit more sweaty than I yeah. normally. Than I, I mean, I'm a sweaty sleeper. Are like you a, really? Oh yes. We stop wearing jeans to bed. I'm not. I don't wear jeans to bed. But stop it. You wear full pajamas. Full, like what? Like a suit? You know, the pajamas. <laughs> like with the buttons, the buttons in a up. pocket? Yeah. What do you need a pocket for when you go to bed? <laughs> for your tissues. For like, <laughs> for your. T- <laughs> what is dripping while I'm in bed that I need an immediate tissue? <laughs> that is. Don't answer that, anybody. Okay. <laughs> Like, what am I going to need that's a tissue? What do so I have gross. to wipe while I'm in the bed? Yeah, it's so <laughs> Lying down. Like, what shuts down to the point of where there's leakage when I'm sleeping that that's I need a tissue in a pocket answer. in a you suit? Can, you can keep asking that question. <laughs> I just highly suggest nobody in this room answer. <laughs> no, I remember when I was a kid, I used to wear pajamas because just because I thought they were cool. Yeah, same. Um, you know why? Yeah. Because I saw my dad, Vern, always wearing like, yeah. a full suit pajama set. And yeah. I'm like, well, if my dad's wearing it, 
You gotta. I have to wear them now. Yeah. Like, they gotta be cool. Ma, can you... Yeah, now you get I, me pajama set like that. The problem is, is when you roll over and stuff, the buttons and everything twist. No, everything to the side. is a problem. More, it's all wrong. Like yeah. it's all wrong. Why you would put something on with buttons? Like you're putting on a suit. Like yeah, it's an you outfit. Really that way, you look good if there's a fire. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess, but no, you can't wear. I can't do that. I can't do pajamas. But so I was sweating. It. I swe- um well, if Roxy's in the bed, I sleep in undies. Yeah. And if she's not, I sleep in nothing, Jeans. man. Oh. Jeans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. I guess it's official. What? Men with facial hair are more attractive than men without, they say. This is according to the Journal of Evolutionary Biology. Yes. According to a new study, yeah. men with facial hair are more attractive than men without it. Yes. The survey asked more than 8,500 women to rate men on how attractive they are. And here are the results from most to least attractive. I'll do it from least to most attractive. So number four on the list is clean shaven, least attractive. Really? Clean shaven, least attractive. But it's more boyish. (laughs) Wow, dude. Don't even. Number three, light stubble. Like that little five o'clock shadow type yeah. thing? Right. I find that yeah. very attractive. Yeah. Light stubble. Oh, I love that. Light stubble. Yeah. Does you know Matthew who? do light stubble for you? Oh, we both do for each other. You do, yeah. And then we, r- you know we sort of rub bristles. Yeah, I hear you. I will say, your husband, Dan and Matthew, is the only guy that I've seen that he. I prefer him with light stubble. Oh, yeah? Yeah. When I envision Dan and Matthew, yeah. this is the first time I've ever been upset at you. I envision him with that little bit of stubble. Oh, interesting. Like, like you're flirting with a guy. I got like a little upset. I'm like, what are you, what are you saying? About what? what? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Matthew Moko looks- is like flirting, like, like hitting on Matthew. I'm like, stop. I'm not. <laughs> Matthew looks great with a little bit of stubble. Also, when have you ever cared about Matthew? Oh! Uh, oh! <laughs> <laughs> I saw. Listen, I, I don't mean that. I apologize. I don't you mean said it. it. It's out in the orphan. No, no, no. I saw the opening, and I just I, I had to take it. Okay, so number two on the list, full beard, full. Number two on the list is full beard. Wait, so what's number one? Yeah, number one is heavy stubble, like ten days worth. What's the difference between oh. that and a full beard? Well, full beard is like a full beard, like a full, oh, full beard. beard. So you have like heavy stubble. I would say that I have like no. I would say like you're Mocha like Mocha's full beard. No, this isn't even full. Full beard is somebody like, like um, Santa Claus. Like Santa or like Rick Ross. Rick Ross would have had a full beard. Sure. At his yeah. Maximum beardage. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Like where it's a beard. But it's I would say that Mocha has that beard. 10 day Where's, look. Where's um, mustache on that list? It's not on that list. It didn't make the cut. Oh. Yeah. Because so, I got like a full mustache going. So again, they. Oh. Uh, you know who looked great with a mustache? Who's that? Damn it, Matthew. Oh, yeah. With a right. little bit of that stubble that guy he's got is going so right now. Oh, man. Hell. Matthew, Maury's husband. <laughs> anyway, 8,500 women, according to them. Uh, the least attractive, clean-shaven. Uh, at number three, light stubble. At number two, full beard. And at number one, like 10 days worth of heavy stubble. Oh, yeah, hashtag, that's the, that's hashtag the most. beard gang. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hey, what is this I'm reading about Lord going Uh-oh. in on... Uh, who is she going in on? What happened? She accused somebody stealing from her. Oh, yeah? Kanye and Kid Cudi. Okay. Kid, AKA Kid See Ghosts. 
So Lord, I guess on Instagram, and I don't know, maybe she's deleted this now. But yesterday, she went on Instagram and accused Kanye West and Kid Cudi of copying her stage design. Oh, really? Because I guess they were up in like a big glass box or something like that. Yeah, they did a show the other night. Hold on, let me look. And so, Lord goes on Instagram, and she had, I guess, done her concert in a floating glass box. And she says this. This is so passive aggressive. Sorry, this is on Instagram? This is on Instagram. She deleted it. Did she? Yeah, because now she... When you go to her Instagram page, yeah. she's only got three posts, three pictures, and the last one is from April 5th. So I guess she deleted it, but this is what she wrote, and it's so passive-aggressive. Mm. She says this, I'm proud of the work I do, and it's flattering when other artists feel inspired by it to the extent that they choose to try it on themselves, she wrote. But don't steal not from a woman or anyone else. Not in 2018 or ever. Damn, Lord. Put <laughs> the clap back. Jeez. Throwing the, the woman line in there, too. Yeah. Like, not just artist to artist, but just now you're... Trying to, now you're like one, a, just trying to get everybody uh, to hate uh, Kanye. Now you're a woman hater, for God's wow. sake. Yeah, that's uh, that's tough. So she deleted that, eh, Moore? Mocha just checked. It's gone, right? Off Instagram, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess so. Is it gone? Yeah. Man, own your stuff. Unless she posted it on her story, then it just oh, expires on its own. Oh, it could have been her Instagram oh, story. Maybe it was a oh, story. Because I don't know anything about those stories, she goes on. Uh, 24-hour shelf life. Because, uh, like I said, she... Much like her love. Has... Ah! Wow. <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> Hold on, Lord. Stories. But was it March the same? Because like, I, I, I didn't see what Lord did. I saw what, uh, what oh. Cuddy did. Okay, so here. I'm going through her stories. Yeah. So if you look at the first frame here. Okay. This is of her show. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glass box. Go. Bunch of dudes in there. Yeah. Some women in there. I guess they're... they're just part of that song, part of that uh, story in the show. Yeah. And then you go here. Another picture of the glass box. But this is the Kanye Kid Cudi stage. Oh, right. I gotcha. Multicolor oh, background. It's the same box. They use. And they it's obviously. The same box. They, they use the same box. And that's Kanye. That's Kid Cudi over yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. And then she did another picture. Yeah. Same box, multicolor background, and it yeah. says Lord at Coachella 2017. Yeah. And then you go. Kid Cudi, Kanye, yeah, box, glass box. Oh yeah, they, and, then, and then this is the part where Lord, this is from her show, yeah, where she says, "I'm proud of the work I do." Flattering, blah blah blah. The quote that you just read, right? Oh, so it is still there. So it's still there. It's in her her stories, huh? Yeah, her Instagram stories. But they they I mean they use the same stage. Yeah, it like, it's, it's the not same. that they built their own and copied her. They no. they used the, they obviously rented the they went to whoever the promoter was. No, like give me the, the Lord box or the stage designer. Yeah. And they were like, "What do you got?" And we're doing a one-off show, and they're like, "Well, what, we got a big box." And yeah, like, we yeah, have that'd be dope box that Lord used like a year and a half ago. Yeah, and they're like, nobody saw that, so who cares? Oh, ouch. <laughs> ouch. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Oh, one time for the podcast. Hey, Mocha, are you ready? Yes. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha show and kiss 92.5 news break. Uh, this is interesting. So yesterday, if you remember, Lord accused Kanye and Kid Cudi of stealing her big plastic box stage. 
you know, by saying, hey, if you're really, I like that you're truly inspired to try my ideas on yourself. Don't ever steal from a woman or anyone. Not now, not ever. Damn, Lord. Because they were both above, suspended above a stage in big plexiglass boxes, yeah. right? Lord did that at Coachella. Kanye did that with Kid Cudi the other night. So here's the clapback. Uh-oh. And it's not from Kanye. Oh. And it's not from Kid Cudi. Who's it from? The designer. <gasps> of the box. Yeah. A designer known for her innovative box-like stage designs has come forward to absolve Kanye West and Kid Cudi of copying Lord's work. Instead, artist Ez Devlin questioned why Lord was trying to take credit for her designs, especially after the two worked together for the singer's 2017 Coachella performance. According to Page Six, Devlin worked as Kanye's show designer for 13 years doing all sets for his tours, including uh, the Glow in the Dark tour, the Yeezus tour, and the St. Pablo tour. She revealed these facts on Instagram yesterday, adding that it was, quote, very rude that Lord didn't properly credit her original work <gasps> and tried to claim the box was her own. <laughs> Sick burn. Oh, don't so, ever take credit for somebody's idea. Not a woman's idea. Not now. Not ever. Not in 2018. Let me Lord. just check Lord's oh, IG. Burn. Sick burn. And see. Sick burn. There's no posts and no new stories. Mm. Pete Davidson on Saturday Night Live made a horrific joke uh, last week about uh, Dan Crenshaw, who was running in the midterm elections. And Dan Crenshaw was a, uh, is a war vet who lost his eye in Afghanistan. And this is what Pete Davidson said about him then. This guy's kind of cool, uh, Dan Crenshaw. Uh, <laughs> oh, come on, man. <laughs> yo, hold on. Uh, you may be surprised to hear he's a congressional candidate from Texas and not a hitman in a porno movie. <laughs> Sorry, I know he lost his eye in, in war or whatever. Right. So, I know he lost his eye in war or whatever. So Pete Davidson then this week apologized, and they brought out um, Dan Crenshaw on the desk uh, during the news and uh, let Crenshaw roast Pete Davidson for a while. This is Pete Davidson. He looks like if the meth from Breaking Bad was a person. <laughs> Even. All right. Hold on. Well, one more. This is. All right. All right. He looks like a troll doll with a tapeworm. <laughs> right. And then to end it off, uh, Crenshaw's phone started ringing. And look, I just wanted to say uh, for people that don't know, uh, the reason you're wearing an eye patch right now is that you lost your eye to an IED in Afghanistan during your third combat tour. And uh, I'm sorry. Thank you, Pete. I appreciate you saying that. So we good? We're good. Apology accepted. Just keep breathing. Uh, it sounds like my phone's ringing. Uh, you gonna answer that? Yeah, and I was just gonna let it ring because that's rude to answer. Let's just let it go to voicemail. No, it's cool. And uh, just to, just to sort of put things into context as to how bad this looked on Pete Davidson, right? So Crenshaw lost his eye in Afghanistan during his third tour, as he just said, right? The war in Afghanistan started a month after 9-11, mm -hmm. and it was a complete reaction to 9-11. Pete Davidson's dad was a firefighter who died in 9-11. Mm -hmm. So Pete Davidson's dad dies in 9-11. 
the U.S. sends troops to Afghanistan to fight after 9-11. That's where this guy loses his eye. That's how, like, terrible the connection is. Between the two, yeah. Between the two. Like, it's really horrific, actually, when you think about it. The look on Pete Davidson's face, though, when that Ariana song started playing. (laughs) And you had said, did they tell him about that ahead of time? I don't know if they did. Maybe they all roasted him. I think that nobody said anything to him about that song yeah. and they played it and in his mind the the if you look at the footage in his mind at that moment when the song started playing yeah. you knew he was thinking oh man I'm going to hear this from Ariana yeah yeah, because a line was crossed with Pete Davidson's jokes so you knew when they brought Crenshaw on he couldn't just roast him he yeah. also had to cross a line yeah. in order to make and, it even and destroy him <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast Calgary has voted no Oh, wait, let me guess. Calgary voted no to... I don't know, man. So Calgarians voted no for a bid for the 2026 Olympic Games. Oh. And a very tight plebiscite? What the hell's a plebiscite? Why not just say referendum? Isn't that what that is, Maury? Maybe that's what Plebiscite and referendum the same thing? Don't use words like plebiscite when you're doing anything. It's if you are a politician or, or or anything in that world and you start throwing around words like plebiscite, you alienate everybody. Call it a vote, call it a referendum. We know what those are. Plebiscite is the same as referendum right. according to Google. Don't use plebiscite. Nobody uses plebiscite. Anyway, they said no with uh, 56%. Hmm. And yeah, so, they don't want the Olympics there. Nobody wants the Olympics. I, originally, I thought you were going to say that uh, they voted no to building like a new arena for the Calgary Flames. Well, or they something. need a new arena. And oh, this, do they really? They, yeah, they, yeah, they, 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 oh. need, they need a new... They need, uh, Calgary needs a lot of new things. Yeah. But I don't think that they need... People, the people of Calgary don't feel that they need to spend the billions of dollars that it's yeah, going to cost to bring the Olympics. They don't need more debt because of the Olympics. Yeah. I, hey, listen. Jeez. You know, somebody brought this up years ago, and I've been a fan of it ever since. And because I'm a huge Olympics fan, I love watching the Olympics, both the Summer and the Olympic, Winter Olympics. But the Summer Olympics every four years should always be in Los Angeles, and Why? The, and the Winter Olympics should always be in I don't know, like like Turin, Italy, where they did a hell of a games. It should always just be in the because Los Angeles can handle it. Los Angeles can oh, absolutely, financially. Yeah, they, they, Los Angeles can handle it. They have the infrastructure. They have the space. They don't have to to sort of just redesign an entire city over one event that they'll never recoup the cost. If it's done every four years and places are kept up to standard of Olympic quality, and mm. every athlete in the world is allowed to go and train on Olympic facilities, always in Los Angeles or in Italy, wherever the Winter Olympics are, they should just always be in those two places. Mm. It's just the way it should be no more of this bidding on olympics and putting these cities into forever debt and nobody do you remember how ridiculous it was here during the pan am games oh yeah that was the pan am games yeah that was not long remember ago all either. those years ago they kept trying to bring the olympics to toronto yeah and then they're like pan am yeah pan am games and it was a disaster yeah a the, disaster. City, the city was a mess the right the city was a mess i'll never forget that no no not at all uh john mayer this is a interesting story because i don't think that he had made a huge deal out of this up until now that he had i guess what you would consider a drinking problem and that he got sober but it was his moment a lot of alcoholics or drunks whatever have that moment where they realize that it's now or never you know yeah. when, when they sort of come to realize you have to make that change you got to make that change and making that change is difficult when you don't recognize that change is needed and uh this is john mayer talking about 
that one night that made him realize that he was done with all this. Listen, I have the most amazing last night of my life drinking story. It was Drake's 30th birthday party and I made quite a fool of myself. Really? (laughs) And uh, and then I had a conversation with myself and I remember where I was. It was like six days into the hangover. I was in my sixth day of the hangover. That's what the hangover was. I looked out the window and I went, okay, John, what percentage of your potential would you like to have? Because if you say you'd like 60 and you'd like to spend the other 40% having fun, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But but what what percentage of what what is available to you would you like to make happen? And there's no wrong answer. What is it? And I went, 100. I want it, I want it all. I said 100. I want it all. And I, then yeah. the voice in my head said, okay, do you know what that means? And I went, we don't have to talk anymore. I get it. Yeah, so two years now. He's two years sober. Who knew? Six-day hangover after Drake's 30th birthday. Also, who knew Drake could throw a super lit party like that where you're a waster for like six days straight? Oh good for you, John Mayer, though. I That's couldn't good imagine. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Mariah Carey fans have put the soundtrack to Glitter back in the top 10 and even number one in some countries around the world. For what reason? So I guess what's happening is that Mariah's new album is being released soon. And fans are, what is it, tomorrow? Tomorrow. And leading up to this, fans have been having listening parties where they're going through Mariah's catalog. Uh. And Glitter isn't available on streaming sites, the album. So people are buying it to listen to it. And so because people are buying it, the album is like charting. And even Mariah was tweeting like, I don't know what's going on, but thank you. And uh, as of Wednesday, the album, which is $4.99 on iTunes, had reached number seven on the album chart. That puts it ahead of new releases uh, by Lil Wayne, Ariana Grande, Travis Scott, John Legend, Drake, and Eminem. And uh, hitting number one in, I think it was the Philippines or something Yeah, like because that. she's been touring one. there and doing the, the uh, music from Glitter on stage. And people are like, what is this music? And that's the other reason they're buying it is because she's touring and performing it. No, but they're buying it because they have to buy it because it's not streaming. Sure, but yeah. she's performing and they're like, what is this? Yeah. Um, and even over on soundtracks, a Star is Born soundtrack is still number one, but Glitter is now number two. Oh my God. <laughs> God that album was so trash, man. That movie was trash. Yeah. But now here's my question because I associate the album with being trash because the movie was so garbage. But is the album really garbage, More No, you're, you're not a big at lamb. all. No, no, no. We just bought it recently on vinyl, too, for like $200. But where would you rank this? Because I said it has to be close oh, to the bottom. It, yes. But it's not trash, but it's not one of her best. Right. Like it doesn't uh, match up to Butterfly. Or all those other, you know, emancipation, emancipation was her best album. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought too. I thought emancipation was her best album. I remember when this song came out, this Loverboy song. Yeah, they drop on. I'll never forget on Kiss Honey Two Five. We played this song like once an hour. Wow. And then the movie came out and it bombed. <laughs> we stopped playing the song right really, away. Yeah. <laughs> But that yeah. wasn't even the best song from it. I, the, the one DJ Save My Life was the best one from that album, at least. This one? Hold on. Oh, yeah, I remember this track. This gets okay. Alright, well, alright. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, MTV is bringing back Spring Break, and USA Network is bringing back Temptation Island. <gasps> yeah! <laughs> oh, yeah! If you remember Temptation Island, it's where they would have couples Act go like you don't to know. Maui. Yeah. And they were sort of couples who were on the fence and maybe not ready to commit, or maybe they are ready to commit, but they just need 
they need to, a time to decide. And then what they do is they load the island with 24 eligible, super hot, single men and women. And then their job is to basically like seduce the people in relationships and possibly get them to cheat. Remember they would show them the video? Yeah. Like your partner would be out on a date and then they'd stop the video and they'd be like, now do you want to see more? Yeah. Right? Of course you want to. It's a terrible concept for yes. a show. Holy yes. moly. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, the reality is, Mocha, that you've probably got it on with as many people as your mother has. Why do you have to... We just... Man. According to a new study, your mom's love life determines how many romantic partners you have. Children tend to have the same number of romantic partners as their mothers had. Whether I feel they, so whether, uncomfortable right now. Whether they witness the relationships or not. Researchers say that the connection is not down to your social status or community, that it's most likely that mothers pass relationship skills onto their kids, which <sighs> influence how they interact with everyone else, including romantic partners. The survey featured questions on partnership, including those they lived with, those they didn't, those that were married, and those that were divorced. So all across the board, and they determined that... Uh, yeah, you most likely you've had the same romantic partners okay, as enough. your as your mother. I'd rather go listen to that Mariah Carey album again. I'll tell you, I'm going to high five my mom the next time I see her. Ross and Mocha Q and A. It's time. Oh no! It's ask Ross and Mocha time. Wow, I like that. Um, every week we'll post a, a picture on Instagram at kiss925 a picture that simply reads ask Razamoka and that is where you can just load up the comment section with uh, questions and we will try our very best that week to get to every question and we also love inviting you to join us uh, on the podcast as well we say hello to Justin what's going on dude Hey, I'm good. How are you guys? Good. We see your name pop up a lot in the comment section of Ask Razamoka. Yeah, I've commented a couple of times. I think you guys read my question once, actually. Nice. Uh, well, welcome to the podcast, Justin. Thanks for having me. Uh, your question is what? Uh, I just wanted to know if Maury knew the 13 uh, provinces and territories as well as their capital. As well as their capital. Oh, my God. Two-part question. Two-part question. Okay, Maury. Oh, because, like... The, ca- the provinces and the capitals, that's the two parts. Okay, so Maury, the 13 provinces and territories. Why don't we start from one side and work our way over? Which side would sure. you like to start from, the East Coast or the West Coast? PEI. Okay. Well, okay, where is PEI? East Coast or West Coast? Um, if you're facing the globe, I'm uh-huh. going to say, interesting question. Um, if you're facing the globe. Because yeah. north, never eat, so east, never eat shredded wheat. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay, go for it. More? Okay. Prince Edward Island. Yep. Ontario. Yep. Alberta. Yep. You're almost running out of country. <laughs> I know. I got to hurry up. You've almost run out of country. Um, it's Saskatchewan. Now you're kind of Katie. We're taking a step back. Hey, as long as I get them all. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Northwest Territories. Sure. Yukon. Yep. British Columbia. Mm-hmm. Ontario. Yeah, we said Ontario. But but did okay. I? Yeah. I wasn't sure. Um, and then you're going to go with the. Um, not St. Thomas. No, not St. Thomas. 
the province of St. Thomas? Uh, I love it there. that one? Summertime is beautiful. Just start naming off things you know instead of going in some sort of weird order, Maury. I'll just check them off as you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying to do now. Oh. Um, <laughs> do you want to start from the beginning? Would that help? No, no, no. Oh. Because I feel like I'd forget half of what I've said. Okay. Where do the French people live? Oh, Quebec. Right. Okay. okay. There you Quebec go. Quebec and uh, Edmund, Alberta, I said. Yeah, you did. Did I get them all? No. No. Oh. No, you have not. Calgary, Alberta, Edmonton, Alberta. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you flapping your arms like a bird right now? Okay, let's just, okay, here, I'm going to hold out my hands. So let's go 10 provinces. Okay. Prince Edward Island. Yes. Ontario. Yes. Edmonton. And you put your finger back down. Right. The province of Edmonton? Alberta. British Columbia. Yeah. Nova Scotia. Yes. Um... And then we're going to go with Saskatchewan. Yeah. Um, Northwest Territories. Nope, not a province. Yukon. Nope, not a province. Nunavut. Nope, not a province. Well, they're all in that no, area. No, those, those are three. We're doing the ten provinces, then the three territories. Okay, fair enough. I thought that was all part of the same. Okay, nope. so then You're missing uh, four, Quebec. Four provinces, okay. Yeah, three You're more. three. Um, we did Alberta. And now we're going to go with, um, there's one that I'm missing. No, there's three. No, there's three that you're missing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. uh, It hurts, huh? It really hurts. Yeah, okay. You want me to help you and then we can go on to... God, no. Yeah, okay. Um, We have all the time in the world. Okay. Um, I I feel like I've... Manitoba. Manitoba. There you go. Okay. Two left. Um, Okay, and then uh, Saskatchewan. You said that already. You said that already. I did? Yeah. Um, I'm just going to sit here and eat my orange one. Yeah, okay, you so do I'm that. So trying to figure this out. Yeah, it's going to be a while. No Regina. Problem. What's that? Regina. Is in Saskatchewan. Correct. Yes. Okay. Okay. Oh, there's only two more. Yeah. Um, okay, and then... Oh, I... Um, are they really that important? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I would okay. say. Um, I would say. One of them more so than the other. Ottawa. Good ass orange. Ottawa's in Ontario. Correct. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, oh, this is getting tedious. Quebec. You already said that. Okay, okay. Maury, uh, New Brunswick mm-hmm. and Newfoundland. Oh, those ones. Right. Do we even attempt to do okay, Maury here. Mm-hmm. I'll just we'll burn through this quickly. Maury, capital of Alberta. Um Calgary. Incorrect. Uh Maury, capital of British Columbia. Vancouver. Incorrect. Maury, capital of Manitoba. Um, no idea. Incorrect. Uh, Maury, capital of New Brunswick. Nova Scotia. Incorrect. Maury, capital of Newfoundland. Um, I don't know if they have one. Okay. Maury, capital of Nova Scotia. A Manitoulin? Yep. Uh, Maury, capital of Ontario. <laughs> Toronto. Yes. Maury, capital of PEI. Uh, Fredericton. No. Uh, Maury, capital of Quebec. Um, Montreal. Incorrect. Maury, capital of Saskatchewan. Um, um, Regina. Correct. Okay, so you got two out of ten. That's not bad. Okay, so we're going Edmonton, Victoria, British Columbia, Winnipeg, Manitoba, Fredericton, New Brunswick, St. John's, Newfoundland, Halifax, Nova Scotia, Toronto, Ontario, Charlottetown, Prince Edward Island, uh, Quebec City, Quebec, and then Regina in Saskatchewan. So there you go. So the answer to your question, Jared, uh, Justin, is no. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, Maury cannot name the 13 provinces, territories, as well as their capitals. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, he got two out of ten. That's not bad. Thank you. Well, no, it is bad. Better than I expected. He's 40. <laughs> but when do you need to know that? Uh, times like this. Yeah. Ask Rosamoka. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, never, Justin. You never know when you're going to be tested hey, publicly. Hey, before I go, I just want to uh, let you guys know that I think Rob is a very smooth, cool dude. Shut up, dude. <laughs> no, wait, don't try and sneak. We, we can edit this, you know, jackass. This is live. <laughs> well, I hope you don't. Nah, Thanks, Justin. All right, take care, guys. All right, cool. Uh, here's a question from Adrian S. This okay. is a long one, so bear with me here because it's very relevant to me and my life. Oh, okay. uh, You're at a house party slash get together. You get up from the conversation to go to the bathroom. You lift the lid of the toilet to go number one and notice that someone has sprayed the back of the bowl with number oh, two. no. You still decide to do your business, but in the midst of that, there's a sudden knock on the door and a girl's voice asking you to hurry up. What do you do? Do you get the toilet brush and clean up the mess made by somebody else or do you leave it thinking that that person is going to come in afterwards and will possibly think that you made the mess? Remember, you will have to rejoin the conversation with this person at some point once they leave the bathroom as well. Uh, I professionally clean up other people's pee. Professionally? Yep. You have another job outside of this job? Yep. Yeah. I do that more than I think I do anything else when I'm out in public. What do you mean? I'm so terrified of somebody thinking that I've made a mess in a bathroom that if I go into a bathroom and it's at a public place, yeah. like a restaurant or whatever, if I go into a bathroom, if there is urine sprayed everywhere or like number two sprayed up the back of the toilet seat, I clean it all up because I'm terrified that a person is going to come in after me and think that I made all that mess. Yeah. Do you clean it with paper or do you clean it with your stream of number one? What do you mean? What? Like, do you clean their number two with your number one? No, like on the outside of the bowl? No, like if it's in the sprayed up the... No, like the I mean, if somebody is like number one all over the top of the bowl... Oh, no, I'm talking about in this situation, like the number two sprayed in the bowl. Like, do I try and demolish it, it with pee? Like, do, do, you pee, do you number one the two? Um, I, I, I'll try, yeah. Because then it's cleaner. But if there's a brush, I, I'll just use the brush. Same. Yeah. My I'm terrified of that. I'm answer for this would also be to take the brush and clean it off and then never speak of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, because I, I don't do. want that next person who's knocking on the door trying to get in to be like, uh, what the hell did you yeah, do in here? Yeah, or yeah. even not even like not even say anything to me no. and go and join another conversation and be mm -hmm. like, do you know what this guy just did? Yeah. In the bathroom? yeah. And then the next thing you know, at some point in the party, it gets around so often that people start to think that you have an upset stomach. Yeah. Yeah. But as right? soon as you they're, open they're, the door, they're concerned for you. Yeah. As soon okay? as you open the door, you, you see water? that that happened. You could also just leave before anybody knows and just move on. No. And then do just what then? Hold it in. Hold it in. Are you nuts? No, because sometimes you don't know. Sometimes you walk in, you lock the door, you open up both the lids and then you just see a mess and then i wind up i'm like oh god i gotta i cleaned somebody's i cleaned a foul mess in the airport bathroom uh, not that long ago like in the lounge not in the public bathroom but like in the lounge that's still yeah. not okay right i know and somebody man they must have like getting off some sort of long haul international flight it wasn't good it was a bad scene but i cleaned it up oh with okay. what what's that with like with like the, the, the tissues. Oh, man. Yeah, the tissues. Oh, okay, let's move on to something else, please. Okay. This is disgusting. All right. Sarah life. asks, what is one thing you want to do in life that you haven't done yet? Oh, jeez. One thing that you'd like to do in oh, life. Oh, I know exactly. I have one thing left in life <laughs> okay. that I am looking so forward to doing that I have not done yet. Okay. Retiring. 
Ah, but that's when your brain turns one. to mush, though, if you're not active. No, hell no. I'll still be good active. One. I didn't say I wouldn't, wasn't going to be active. I can't wait. Cannot wait for the day that I realize I don't have to work anymore. Okay. So My dad's almost there, and it makes me yeah. tear up every oh. time I hear it. I'll just walk out of here so fast, my yeah. ass will be on fire. Like you guys just see, I see, it's like a plume of smoke just like running like that the door. Delorean, just <laughs> like the Delorean, just like the Delorean and went into time. <laughs> yep, future, past, wherever. Yep. But those two streaks of fire. Yeah, I would say that that's the one thing in life that I haven't done yet that I'm looking most forward to. What about you, Mocha? Uh, visit Italy. Really? Yeah. Yeah. My wife and I have talked about it like at least a couple times every single year since we've been together. She's been. I've never been. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, we are thinking of doing it soon um but that's one place that i just would love 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 love, it. love to best. go simply because of the food oh it's the best right because you know me i love pasta yeah everything about italy and best. wine oof maury i may travel think sure london but i'd say maybe eating the worm in a tequila bottle would be you, something never I've done that ever done that i've always wanted to do really yeah yeah because yeah, can... i hear so many myths about it like what that you get really really drunk yeah but I don't think you can handle that, though. I wouldn't. Why would you want to be like intoxicated as something that you've wanted to do? Well, I mean, I'd eat maybe a little bit with a fork and knife, and then yeah, I don't really? know. Really, I see. For me, and I know people have stuff like you know drugs or going to this whatever you know, having this uh, outer body experience, and you know, doing peyote out in the desert somewhere and <laughs> watching the stars go by and the sun come up. To me, that's not for me, though. Yeah, the I other thing uh, would be uh, eventually opening a farm, like just for myself, without any animals. Oh. What does that Wait, mean? Wait, what? Like having a farm. Opening just- a farm for me just for <laughs> myself without any animals. There's so many contradictions in that dream. Yeah. You know, just having the farm. Okay. Uh-huh. But without animals. So you just want land. You want to live in the country then? Yes. Why don't you just say that? But like in a farm opening, opening a farm. But like it's because it once was a farm. Right. You, yeah. you, but you just said you wanted to open a farm. Like yeah. I want somebody else's leftover farm without the animals. Right. But so- not all farms have animals though. You can have corn. Yes. Or that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I don't want to do all the work. But you would have to if you own it. No, not if it's not an active farm. You just live there. Yeah, but you still got to so take care of it. So you just want land. Though. Yeah. But you still have to take care of it, yeah. Like I want to live, you know, where it's quiet and, you, you know, there's no neighbors. and want to camp. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> so true. <laughs> right? It's called camping when you do that. <laughs> yeah, it'd be great. Yeah. Your dream's to camp. Yeah, it'd be fantastic. Okay. Good. Um, Settled. A- Angelo C asks, "Who was your celebrity crush growing up?" Alyssa oh, Milano. Good question. Oh yeah, Alyssa Milano. Good one. Alyssa Milano. And then who was your first boy celebrity crush? Oh, uh, Devin Sawa, who I'm now friends with. Oh, that's super weird. That's huh? very weird. <laughs> Hold on, the guy that played Stan in Eminem's video for Stan. Yeah, that guy? Idle Hands. Yeah, what he used was, to be super cute. What was he in when you were, had a crush on him? Like uh, Idle Hands and stuff. But like how old was he then? You were a grown-ass I mean, man It seems then, like we're no. pretty much the same age. Aren't you older than him? No, no, he's older than me. Is he? Yeah, he's a kid. Well, yeah, but a lot of people. Hold on, I need it. How do you spell, how do you spell that guy's last name? Because if, if your celebrity crush was younger than you, Maury, that That's is weird. super weird. Why is that weird? Hold on, Devin Sawa. He yeah. is 40 years old. 40 years so, old. So we're the same age. Yeah, you're the exact yeah. same age. Morning. But when I was super young, it was Alyssa Milano. Wow, interesting. Yeah, How about interesting. Your I don't know, because all my celebrity crushes, I think, were uh, older than me. And I went through, like, when I first started realizing that I like girls, it wasn't so much that I like girls, I just liked boobs. Right. Right? I remember I had a real thing for Laverne from Laverne and Shirley. Oh, yeah. And then Chrissy from Three's Company. 
Oh, you yeah. liked older women. I, I, I liked because I liked boobs. Because they had boobs. Yeah, I liked. It's really all that it was. And then, uh, and then that carried on. And uh, Heather Locklear and Dolly Parton. No, not Dolly Parton. Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda. More. <laughs> Listen, you're you're you're. <laughs> After Melissa Milano, right? When you realized you were gay. Didn't care about boobs. Your perspective on women just went out the window. Yeah. Like, I understand being a young guy loving Alyssa Milano. I was with you on that, right? But after Devin Sawa entered your life, <laughs> and then you started to think that men found Jane Fonda attractive? <laughs> my age? No. It Who's didn't, next it didn't on your like list? Have you said, like, Marilyn Monroe? <laughs> uh, Mocha? Oh, I was going to say, yo, I had a huge crush on um, Topanga from Boy Meets World. Really? Huh? Yeah, yeah dude. Like the never saw that show. Strangest people I've oh. never heard of. Or, um, what's her name? Remember when Vanessa Marcel was on uh, 90210 for a short period of time? Mm, who did she play? I can't remember, but I think she was Brandon's girlfriend at one point. No, I don't know who that is. Oh. But yeah, okay, so I can, I mean, I, like, geez. I always figure Celebrity Crush uh, was somebody that you had a celebrity crush on before you were actually... Um, in your own relationships. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like when you were a teen. Wendy Richter from the WWF oh, okay. back in the day. Yeah, good one. <laughs> right? Yeah, I respect that. Woman's champion? Yep, I respect that. When I was a kid? Yeah, man, she had that hair. It's a weird question, the celebrity crush thing, because... Oh, I, okay, hold on then. Yeah. Wait, wait, since we said celebrity crush, let's uh, tag it on to... Where is it here? From David. He says, so I told my wife, if I ever had a chance to hook up with Selena Gomez, I'm taking that chance. She said, sure. I think she's lying. So my question is, would your wives and David Mori allow you to have one celebrity hookup? Or would you allow your significant others one, quote, celebrity hookup? Why? It's just a question. I know. <laughs> okay. So I know, the reason why I ask this is because I know Roz and I would have the same answer, which is, first of all, our wives would never have a cele- celebrity hookup because it's still cheating. Cheating is cheating no matter yeah, who it is, right? Yeah, and yeah. Roz and I would never uh, step out on the relationships that we're in right now no matter who it is. And I also think it's weird. I understand it's fun to have these hypothetical conversations. And if is. you it's have healthy. that relationship, I don't know how healthy it is. But in, in the position <laughs> in the position that we're in, like I could never go to Catherine and say, you, you know, hey, yeah, Catherine, if I, uh, how about uh, my celebrity, you know, pass is, I don't know, Tiffany Haddish. And then I will probably meet Tiffany Haddish the week after at some interview sure. somewhere. Like, it, you can't interact with these people that you have celebrity crushes yeah. on that you get your free pass with. Not that Tiffany, I, Tiffany Haddish and I are going to hop into bed, but it just makes everything weird, right? Why would she, uh, she's, we, just she don't, would worry. You don't need to say never. So, no. Damn Mori obviously dude. has an answer. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, mine now is Anthony from Clear Eye. Like, oh my God. It's but just, didn't you meet him? No, I've, I've talked to him on the phone and told him that he's my celebrity crush. But your celebrity crush or your celebrity pass? My celebrity pass. My celebrity pass. Wow. And it's, I think, I mean, Matthew knows that I think he's like, you know, hot. And so everything. if you were to ever meet him, right? Like, let's say he was in here right now and he said to you, hey, Maury, you know, it was really great talking to you and I like hanging out with you. Um, do you want to come back to my hotel and have drinks? I see. I would, um, I would think, oh, how great would that be? But there's no, Matthew would never allow it. Matthew would be furious. Oh, so you don't have then that agreement. Nobody has the agreement. Okay. But Matthew's is Sean 
Desmond. But you guys are all, you know each other, though. I know, that's the problem. Yeah, jeez, man. Your cat's cutting it close to home. Yeah, like a few blocks away. Right, like I'd like, say Melania Trump, like somebody that you're never going to get close to. You know, like, that's a that's a real, real weird one. Okay, yeah. uh, Nikki Chena. More, you could take the lead on the answer Beautiful for this. Um, what is your go-to late night snack? Asking for a pregnant lady, I'm running out of options. Okay, well, I mean, popcorn's my absolute favorite. Mm. I, popcorn is the best thing on earth. But if I'm super hungry, then I'll order Uber Eats of truffle mac and cheese, and that's an amazing late night snack. Jeez. Mm. I mean, it's heavy. Um, yeah, I don't it's have the late night late snack night. cravings, but when I did, mm-hmm. uh, my go-to would be a spoon of peanut butter, mm-hmm. or if we had like any candy in the house. Yeah, but oh, how do you wow, stop really at one candy. spoon of peanut butter? Because How do you I would not finish the whole job. No, for me, like that's my that would just satisfy the craving. Hmm, I love peanut butter. See, my if I'm going to do a late night snack, it's always going to be the same thing. Uh, my go to is a bag of dill pickle chips. Mm. Oh, so good! Right, God. and then uh, chips and salsa is <sighs> on the list. I always have green salsa, green spicy mm. green salsa in the house. Always Damn. have green salsa in the house. Uh, so, chi- so dill pickle chips, yeah. chips and salsa. Then, if I have a late night snack that I don't have chips and salsa, I always have like little Italian cured meats in the fridge mm. with some little tiny breads and uh, some cheese. So I'll just cut up like maybe cheese three, bread. four pieces of cheese, yeah. some capicola, and like a couple little pieces of bread or crackers. I'll do that as a late night snack. Man, the other day oh. I killed, killed. A pack of prosciutto mm. that had like maybe 12 slices in the good pack and like six or seven baby bell cheese. Yeah, good for you. That's the I way to do it. I'm not a big fan of the prosciutto. No, also. Just because it's raw meat, right? No, it's cured. No, it's not. But cured from what? No, no, no. Disease. Yeah, disease. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was you one sick. <laughs> they fixed it. Yeah. yeah. Some Advil, yeah. maybe some Tylenol. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But My, let me ask you yeah. this about the late night snack. If you were yeah. home alone, like if Catherine is away at work and you could use the microwave, wouldn't you microwave just microwave some hot dogs or something? What do you mean if I could use the microwave? <laughs> <laughs> if there was no fear of her waking up from the sound of the ding. <laughs> there is no there is no fear of her waking up from the sound of the ding. Oh, okay. So because when Matthew's Where's home, your microwave? Right next to the bedroom door. Oh. Easy access, I right, guess. I guess you just hit it with your foot. <laughs> Scooch down the bed a couple of Wait, feet I have a question. Would would Matthew get upset if you were to wake up in the middle of the night and like heat up a hot dog? Uh, he'd want to know, like, why are you, do you really need to eat right now? Like, do it's, you really need do to you eat? Need, like, because wow. my new favorite thing uh, as far as eating is tomato soup. Right. I absolutely love uh, tomato soup. So I microwave a tomato soup last night at like 10 p.m. And yeah. he came out of the office and was like, we already had dinner. What do you eat? What do you need to eat now? Wow. And I'm like, I wanted tomato soup. Jeez. Wow. Just wondering if you say tomato soup again. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't think you said it enough. <laughs> In that 30 seconds. <laughs> also, having a kid is great because we have lots of stuff in the freezer that uh, we'll sometimes give Roxy for lunch. So I always have like those little frozen meatballs and stuff like that oh, in the freezer. So or, like, or sausage rolls. Yeah. And I'll just throw something in the toaster oven real quick. Oh, like and, Eggos? Uh, and just do it up. No, not Eggos. Mm. No. Like tomato soup. <laughs> like tomato soup. Uh, Christy, here's her question. And this is great. Yeah. So get your phones out, fellas. Oh, no. Uh, what is the wallpaper on your phone? What's that mean? Would you judge someone for having a pic of themselves? No. What's the, the wallpaper? Oh. The background picture. You know what the wallpaper is? Oh, okay. Hold on. Yeah, I know. Now I know. Thanks. I did clear it up. What's that? 
That's a wallpaper. Yeah. Okay. It's not a picture. That's just like like a swoosh. No, it's whatever came on my no, phone. Let me see. Yeah. That is uh the the background is like uh it's the sky whatever, and it's clouds. The, um, the background the picture on my At phone nighttime. is is the stock picture that comes with the phone. Oh, okay. I've never so once So you don't have a it. custom. What about no. your lock screen? Is your lock screen How do the I do that? Same? How do you know that? What do I do? Lock, lock it like that? Yeah, lock it. Okay. What's your lock screen? I don't know. Press the button. Yeah. Same, oh, so it's same the same thing. thing. Same thing. So your lock screen and your background on your phone is the exact same. I like consistency. Oh, okay. So I change my lock screen all the time. Um, but for, I'd say, maybe three months now, mm-hmm. it is this picture of my wife. Oh, yeah. Because she looks super hot. Okay. In this I like picture. That. So that's my lock screen. I'd like to know screen. how to do that. And my background screen, mm-hmm. it's been like this for, oh, man, like years, What's two that? years. This is a picture mm-hmm. of the Aria Hotel and Casino in Vegas. Oh, there you go. It's my favorite place to stay. And that's my background on my phone. Mm-hmm. What's yours, Maury? On my phone, it's just the, the one that came with it, and it's black here. But at home, on my desktop at home, it's a picture I took of the landscape of Portugal. Oh, okay. Because it's always like, I wish I were there. What is your, the background on your phone? Is it it's, the same? No, your lock yeah, screen just, and background uh, is the same? It's blue dots. Like just the, the gray little dots. Not oh, blue, okay. gray dots. All right. Yeah, I don't have anything. I, I wish I could do that. I, I don't want do it to that. be a picture of Matthew because then you feel like he's watching me. <laughs> oh, God, dude. Wow, dude. <laughs> Maybe you need a little of that. <laughs> <laughs> that might actually help things out. Okay, we're going to end on this one. Okay. Angela asks, what was the day your children were born like? Feelings, experience, any drama, can you remember, Jeez. Roz, the day that Roxy was born? Yeah. I know we were working together. Yeah, it was the... It was, were you there? Was I there when she was born? Yep. I made it there in time. Meaning, I was there the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no no word of a lie before I get to this story. I knew a girl who was... Uh, she was a stripper. A dancer. <laughs> Also, want us to also, edit that? also dealt a little weed on the side. <laughs> uh-huh, sure. And um, she was this fantastic, she was a great woman. She was really, really, really nice. This is back in the 90s. Okay. Really great woman. And her name was Marty. Marty? Yeah. And you like know, Marty McFly. Yeah. And you okay. know how like strippers always have like these fake whatever names. So sure. you just assume that everybody has a fake stage name. And in my head, I was, I was like, why would you give yourself Marty? Yeah. Like it's a really weird thing to, to kind of, you know, your showbiz name, your stripper name is going to be Marty. Yeah. And she goes, no, actually Marty is my real name. Oh. And, and I go, really? And she goes, yeah, my dad named me. And I'm like, that's really odd. I'm like, is it like a family member? And, and she's like, no. The day I was born, my dad was in a bar and got the call from my mom that I was born, and he named me after the sunshine girl of that day. Oh, my God! <laughs> so, <laughs> What? Yeah, and I'm like, man, when your drunk dad names you after the sunshine girl of that day, and you grow up to be a stripper slash weed dealer on the side, it all makes sense. Yeah, like, de- <laughs> your destiny was laid yes. out for you at that moment. At that you moment. You had no choice. No, no. No choice whatsoever. No, but having a kid, it was, the gra- it, was, it was just so wonderful. Like, you just want your girl to be fine, and you want your kid to be fine, and... You know, especially for the first kid, it yeah, was just—it was, was just the greatest thing. It was the greatest thing in the world. Did you get to cut the, the cable? 
No, I don't. I didn't take part in any of that. The pageantry of having a kid. We didn't look. There was a blanket up. There was no mirror. I didn't go below. Yeah, there was a blanket. I didn't, for, I didn't uh, go below. As well. I didn't go below her shoulders. I didn't want to watch it come out. I didn't want to cut anything. It, doctors do all that, mm-hmm. right? That's their job. My job is to stay up at the face, keep Catherine entertained, um, kiss her forehead, make sure she's good, say encouraging words, tell her I love her, and the doctors take care of all that stuff down there. And I, you know, because we had this conversation ahead of time. One, Catherine didn't want me to look either, and that's yeah. great. I was, she was on board with me not looking, and I'm fine with that. And when it comes to, you know, because it affects certain people, and certain people see that, and they don't see their wives in the same way. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't think I would be that kind of person. But I don't know. And to me, that's not, not that's not a chance I was willing to take. Mm-hmm. Watching a kid come out of my girl. And maybe that affects me in some way that I was unprepared for was not a chance I was willing to take. Right. So it was great. It was across the board. Catherine didn't want me down there. I didn't want to go down there. I didn't want to cut the cord. I didn't want to see anything, nothing. She pushed. The kid came out. They wiped it off. They handed it to us. And everything since has been amazing. So the day that Cruz was born, it was a Monday. And we were here doing the show. Yeah. And when we wrapped up the show, I called my wife, as I do every day when we get out of here. And, hey, how you doing? And mm-hmm. she said, something is off. Like, I think I may be having contractions right now. I don't know if I am, because it's our first time doing this. Yeah. But I may be having contractions. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll come home. And she said, no, 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 don't rush. Let's, just in case if it's, because sometimes women get the contractions, mm-hmm. and you end up going to the hospital, and they send you home. They're like, no, it's too early. That was us. We were, right? we were those losers. And I had a dentist appointment that day after the show. So she was like, go to your dentist appointment, call me when you're done. And wow. throughout the entire appointment, I was like, oh my God, is it the day? Is this the day? Yeah. I finished the dentist appointment. I called her and she's like, I'm pretty sure these are contractions. Can you come home? And I went home and we started timing the contractions and then called the hospital, gave mm-hmm. them all the information. They're like, here's how far the contractions are. And then they were like, okay, cool. You guys better get here. So Jenna's mom came over. We all drove down to the hospital Got there. I dropped them off. So her mom and her go into the hospital. I park the car. I go to the front desk. I sign us in, give them all the paperwork, sign everything, mm-hmm. credit card, credit card, credit card, yeah. go upstairs. As soon as I get upstairs, they were like, handing me a smock. Yeah. And I'm like, put this on. Your wife's having a baby. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. You had to give a credit card? <laughs> yeah. yeah fun fact that if you don't pay they don't let you leave yeah, with the baby you gotta pay for the baby also you have that much time i thought babies like because in the movies it's like yeah i know, you have I know like 10 no, minutes. sometimes it's sometimes it's like 24 hours yeah, totally. for real yeah, yeah man Jeez. yeah and what yeah. time was he born like what time of day at 7 11 p.m oh wow on monday april 24th mm-hmm. and i'll never forget i was sitting outside of the room when they were prepping everything and uh, like nervous as hell and uh and I, w- I remember i was texting with Roz, um and he was just being extremely uh, encouraging and like help him kind of calm what my were nerves you nervous oh about? yeah i like, remember that remember that yeah, yeah, I remember it was that. a real nice moment yeah, we had a real i nice, remember that real nice conversation yeah and uh yeah it was a great day and then he was born in the evening and yeah. uh yeah memorable anyway i won't a cry credit now. card <laughs>
<laughs> All right. Ask Razamoka. Uh, follow uh, us on Instagram at Kiss925. And every Wednesday, we're going to post a picture uh, that simply reads Ask Razamoka. And all you got to do is load up that comment section. We'll try our best to get through as many comments as possible and ask and answer your questions. And of course, we will invite one of you to uh, join us on the podcast. Don't forget, hit that subscribe button. Leave us a rating and or review. So far, we got like five stars right across the board. Oh, and that. amazing. Amazing, amazing comments. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever it is you get your podcast from. Thank you for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com or on the KISS 92.5 app.